All right. And we are live. The last word with Ty Guy Travis and special guest today. But before we even get into that, shout out to the cheetah Ebontis. He was he's in the sands, he's in the beaches of Sandro Pay. I seen the feet up saying everything was looking good, brother. Enjoy your vacation. We're gonna hold it down. It was a crazy week already in Destiny. A lot to talk about. Before I get into that, let's get into my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, McClunky himself, Ty Guy Travis. How are we doing, sir? Muck clunky, and let me just open the show by dabbing <laughs> on Lakshmi's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a savage background, bro. That's a sa- <laughs> I love finally, it. Finally, I love she's it. Gone <laughs> you can't, you can't be bagging on, on, on the death, man. <laughs> no, I can, and I will. It's a, actually in the bungee tradition to be doing so. So there we go. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Turn your level up just a little bit, just slightly. You got so. it, man. Yeah, just slightly. And of course, no stranger to the campfire. Probably his third or fourth appearance. Good so. friend to the realm, met through Ebontis, and now a clanmate. My man, the legendary YouTuber, will help scream. How we do it, sir? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me back. I'm really excited to be here with uh, Travis. It's been like been watching you guys for the last. I mean, I've been watching forever, but. Since he's been making like common occurrences on the show, I have been very excited to not only talk Destiny with him, but also, uh, you know, maybe Star. Maybe oh, man. They are. See, all right. so we, we're going to have to put a cap. We're going to have to put a cap on this Star Wars talk now. <laughs> no, but I love or it. Or not. Or not. Is there we anything? outnumber him. Yes. Well, is there anything you guys want to get off the system in the Star Wars universe here. before we get into this last word? This we had a really long discussion about the sequels and the prequels, and we kind of we kind of got all the baseline off of our chest. So I'll just yeah, I'll just say you know how how you how, how you enjoying Bad Batch? What's what's been up, man? You know, I haven't actually had the chance to watch Bad Batch yet. Um, I was kind of watching uh, a few other things and then like that was sort of one of those things that i was saving for like when i had a chance to just did all the episodes come out for it all at once or are they kind of releasing them in like no no they're doing it week by week but uh yeah my my thought is that like it's kind of a show it's kind of a slow show i don't really know why this show exists to be honest (laughs) it's sort of like an additional season of the clone wars after all the cool stuff has happened with characters you've never met for the most part and so um, there's been some highlights, but like my review is that it's just like, it's just an okay show. Like I, they need to, they need to do something new. I think, I think we've had enough of the clone wars personally. Okay. Yeah. I might wait to watch it all at once. Like just, yeah, I guess that, I guess that's a way to live your life. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about destiny. So that's right. That's uh, right. So Trav, man, uh, let, let's get right into it, man. Obviously it's been a big week. We, we know we got to 12. We got a lot of stuff discussed there, but a big event happened. This week, so uh, let's get into it, man. Try to let you set it off, man. Uh, an override mission, a special override mission happened. I want to get your was thoughts. Was it special? <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the override actual mission, I was pretty like, okay, well, the location's cool, the reasoning, the location, but it's on you know, it's in the last city, that's kind of cool. Um, but the actual activity, I was like, all right, more override, but I will say. The added story and the context and knowing what was happening made that override way cooler. I actually wanted to participate in every part of it rather than going idle for, you know, certain bits of it and all that. So that was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, we we finally got a lot of answers. A lot of stuff happened, most of it off screen. Yes. First of all, this happened off screen. Yes. Watch me 
death uh you kind of hear her screaming uh like a wimp and then and then she disappears but uh yeah she by the way yes if i could just take That's a moment to say that i was completely right about this i think i said it on this show Let's or go. maybe it was on fire team chatter both but mm-hmm. basically when she was saying oh i can see into the future and it's bad i said look i've seen a lot of time travel movies Whenever somebody who's peering to the future says that, they're always the person who's going to cause the future that they're imagining. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what happened, like verbatim. So, uh, yeah, e- extremely um, predictable sort of outcome. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just glad she's dead. Look at her. That's, the, <laughs> that's what she deserved. Before, um, before I get this girl, I want to ask you a question. Um, do, do you have the gun? I believe it's a SMG. It's a future war called SMG. Something, with, something variable with an S. Go caustic variable. The chat may know what I'm talking about. If you read the lore piece, it said it, it's her flavor text. And it's like sometimes there's a variable you can account for in the futures or something that you predict. It's kind of fitting that 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 predict- yeah. there it is. The IRL Titan. Yes, the stochastic variable. Look at Luca. Shout out to Luca. Shout out to the t- IRL Titan. Yeah, like it, I thought it was like fitting. It was like poetic justice on that. So I, I wanted to get your, your vibe on, on that whole thing. Yeah, it, it, it strikes me as inc- like you would have to be incredibly stupid to a like you work with time travel and you haven't seen this coming. Like like has she never seen a movie where time travel is involved or like talk to anybody <laughs> who's used time travel? It's like such an obvious outcome. And mm. apparently she's like the sage of like seeing the future, but she didn't see any of this coming. So it's it's like hilariously stupid of her to like not have have gotten that that this was going to happen especially given the flavor text that kind of shows she knows it and then secondly the fact that she was dealing with this vex stuff and a apparently the vanguard was just chill about it they were like oh yeah she just uses vex tech like that's her thing Mm -hmm. and that she didn't think that opening a portal uh that a a vex gateway inside the city was going to have any sort of negative results so like Thank God she's dead because this lady's a liability. And uh, uh, yeah, that, that's my thoughts on it. But I was really surprised with some of the other stuff that they did. They mm-hmm. they confirmed the Osiris thing, which I mean, at this point, we kind of all knew. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed the uh, the the harpy, the the allied harpy again, which mm-hmm. we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, um, I, think which, we, I think we I think we the, saw that guy in D one. Maybe, maybe he's shown up more recently. D two. All the rumors with with Asher Mir being some right. type of connection. Yeah, that it's got Asher Mirrors. Like we actually did see it in D one though. That mm-hmm. that 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 harpy has like super OG roots. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there there's a theory that um, that that Asher Mir is like his consciousness is inside the Vex. But mm-hmm. I don't really understand that because the harpy has existed like before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure there's like some weird time travel. You can explain anything in Destiny. Yeah. And just go, oh yeah, there was time or something, and then <laughs> and then all of the people will be like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. That checks out. Um, so yeah, there's that. And then the final one was the fact that the factions are gone, which I tweeted yeah. this this morning. Uh, I tweeted Great this tweet. morning. Um, so I guess no return of faction rallies, huh? Like <laughs> I guess that's not happening. W- wasn't that like a factions to be involved and Bungie's answer was just nah we're doing the exact opposite like we're just going to get rid of them completely so I thought it was genius scream that they narratively wrote factions out of the lore and in the game like that is hilarious to me they're done forever (laughs) yes it was a little it was a little forced in Mm -hmm. some of it like dead orbit makes sense because they've been talking about leaving forever so they could have had that happen at any time future war cult makes sense because they suck and like they shouldn't be a faction anymore 
but the fact that guys. New Monarchy was A, involved, and then yeah, B, fled, yeah, yeah. neither mean, of those things really make sense. And I say that as a New Monarchy guy, so I'm oh, a little we biased. Oh, we New Monarchy? Oh, I didn't hell know yeah. that. Oh, Hideo, yeah. let's go. Oh, we all oh, New Monarchy. I, they got the best I, shades. I, let's be real. Let's be they real. They do. I think I wore my New Monarchy yeah, yes, my yes, first yes. time I was on the show. But, Salute. Uh, yeah, I, I love New Monarchy, but it doesn't really make sense because A, I don't understand why they would be involved in the conspiracy. And even if they were, they, they clearly weren't as at fall as Futurical. And B, the fact that they would leave with Dead Orbit seems completely, completely against, against they what their for. tenants are. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, their tenants like we stand and defend the, the, the tower. So it doesn't really make sense on a lot of levels. They, that one feels shoehorned, but at least mm-hmm. Dead Orbit and Futurical no longer being around makes sense. And so... Um, it'll be interesting. I guess we don't have any. Uh, I guess we don't have any future weapons or shaders from those factions, and they're just not going to have a role, which kind of makes me a little sad, to be honest. I, mm. I was like a big future, or sorry, not future world called God. Mm. No, I was a big uh, new monarchy guy. So yeah. um, it it feels like the Destiny universe is getting smaller all the time. Whether it's planets disappearing or characters dying or factions leaving, we're sort of uh, getting really close with with the things that we have left and uh yeah i guess i guess it's an opportunity to introduce new stuff but i've mm-hmm. talked enough this was a very interesting epilogue um no doubt. love let's... to hear your thoughts on it well yeah let's get scream man scream man what, what you think and obviously end close of the season you know big story beat lakshmi you know the whole bit you know what was your thoughts on the mission the structure and the, the lore implications well first of all i like to say that um my favorite tweet from the last two days was uh, how did Akora have two Nova bombs? Uh, that was, I think it's a question that needs answering, to be honest, as, as yeah. a warlock, you know, as somebody who is probably the only person who runs Blink anymore. Uh, yeah. Shout out how to the Nova Warp, though. She had the Nova Warp little at the end. She did the Nova Warp. Yo, I don't think we've ever I've seen that I've never seen a busted Nova Warp out right in time for the sandbox change. Yeah, the uh, that was really interesting. Actually, you know what? This isn't even the first time we've seen the Vanguard use two supers. Maybe they have a special exotic, <laughs> yeah. a Vanguard exotic that gives them. Because we saw some, it with Kate, he boots. did Golden Gun, yeah, knives. Right yes, after yes, him, correct, so. correct. Continue, screw. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I think, I, you know, with the narrative, there's always there's you know me. I have like one thing that I have I've had in my mind for about like two, three, I like know. two years now, and I'm like. I, I'm still convinced that that's what we're heading towards. And right, before, the, before you can't even set that up. You have to inform the audience. You have to form Trav. Right. What the theory? <laughs> and before you do that, shout out to Gaming Forte with the five dollars super oh, chat. What's up, man? Shout out to the Hunter Gang for having instant turn rate on console like PC. It took a few days to get used to ten sensitivity. I wonder how long for twenty. We gonna get to that, bro. <laughs> Forte, yo, if you was ever to come on, be able to get away from work, we'd have you. We need Hunter representation today. But continue on your theory. Scream, educate Travis on what you think's gonna happen. All right. Well, this is. I mean, it's a pretty big. Uh, shout out to CB Gray, Spinfoil Hattie yes. uh, um, thing. But I think it makes certain sense. Maybe it doesn't. In, in, in my you know, narrative mind, I always think like there's got to, the, the enemy always needs to be like right in front of us. Like the ultimate like enemy always needs to be kind of someone that, one, that you don't suspect, mm-hmm. but also somebody who isn't always an enemy. Like, mm. you know, like they, they can kind of go back and forth. Right. So I've I've believed for a long time that um, Mara Sav is actually our uh, greatest enemy because she's Sabathun. Mm. Mm. She what? 
So you say she Mara is Sabatoon. He's been running with this. I don't same, agree, but he's been running with they're this. They're identical. Yes. And there's reasons for me. To, there's reasons to maybe think that. There's probably reasons not to. I mean, I've certainly heard a lot of arguments, but nothing has in, been introduced in the narrative that has necessarily counter, uh, you know, contradicted that. It's kind of a big, you know, a big mm. lack of proof is proof. That's lack of proof. what you're going with. Exactly. Well, uh-huh. my the theory breaks down to that the Dreaming City is a time like it's a time bubble. It's like a singularity, and she's using that to subvert the sword logic of the of the hive, which mm. is that where they get the power from. But they need to constantly feed it. Mm-hmm. But if you had a time loop, the time loop itself could essentially feed the sword logic and allow you to slowly over time progressively gain power without having to actually do anything and mm. the way that the reason i think that there that that's a time loop is because there is a narrative point where um uh oryx mm-hmm. yeah or yeah, oryx um basically he gifted a vex mine that had been right. created specifically to destroy the hive to Savathun, right. and that and the Vex obviously play with time travel. So it all goes back to time travel mm-hmm. solely by the end. And the very first uh, Awoken mm-hmm. became Awoken because they in- encountered, a, they were actually humans. They were right. a ship that was, I can't remember exactly where they were, but mm-hmm. they were somewhere in the yeah, sea, maybe just beyond. They were, they were out by their um, Jupiter, wherever they hang out. They're, right, in the, in the asteroid belt. It's called the, ne- the Nexus or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. the... And they encountered a singularity, a vec- I, and it's not said whether or not you know where it came from or what. Mm-hmm. But they encounter a, a, a singularity, sort of like reminiscent of a black hole. They get mm-hmm. sucked in. They be Im- immediately become the awoken. Okay. So what I believe was that that singularity was um, basically vex tech corrupted by the hive, which we've seen now. Mm-hmm. We've seen like hive vex sort of hybrid stuff. And this was, I thought of this long before we ever knew there was going to be yeah, a Yeah, he's been on this. I give you credit. Season. You've been on this for so, a long time. Long before. So even some of the stuff that we've seen for the coming seasons has kind of mm-hmm. played into that somewhat. Um, so my thought was that they, they the uh, Savathun created a singularity using Vex tech mm-hmm. to subvert the sword logic. She created that singularity that... Uh, mounted to the first awoken because those were the first awoken that encountered the first humans that encountered it mm-hmm. became awoken mm-hmm. and she like put a piece of herself mm-hmm. into um one of those uh, you know initial proto uh, awoken okay. which okay. mars up and deep. she's been sort of using that as a way to yeah slowly gain power over time which is why it's on a three-week cycle okay which is though you know every three weeks we either you know, darkness either consumes it or we defeat it. Either way, it plays into her narrative. Into the loop. Right. No doubt. So with so, everything being said now, with the story, the epilogue, Osusris, <laughs> the whole thing, like, where are you at now with this whole picture? Well, I think, I mean, the the whole Osiris, like, sus thing. Yeah, where um, are you mean, at? He, he, they, when you, when they would used to show like those, um, you know, cutscenes of the, uh, the nine, yes. you know, and because they kind of have a point here too, mm-hmm. but they're sort of like, they talk about the game, you know, they, the, the game that's being played, the, yeah. you know, cryptic. And that's sort of, I guess, the good versus evil, which mm-hmm. is that, you know, there's the, you have the traveler, which is just constantly creating stuff. 
And then you have the darkness, which is sort of like the worms that infected the protohive, which are kind of, I guess as close to we know of what the darkness, like physical embodiment of the darkness is. Okay. There's actually a different um, version of that that I'm just not aware of. Maybe you could tell me, but mm-hmm. that's as far as I know is like that's as close to the physical embodiment of the darkness that we know, which is basically just the constant need to consume. So right. one always creating. Yeah, one the other one taking, taking planets, taking destiny content. Right. So that's the game. And they're not really involved. They're just overseers. And their interest is that they have, you know, that there's some players in this game that are sort of figuring out ways to subvert that. Okay. Which in the case of Savathun would be the idea that she can, um, she doesn't have to destroy while still gaining all the power of the destruction. Right. Whereas like, uh, Osiris could also be one of those players. They talk mm-hmm. about three specifically. Okay. And the, I've always thought that it was Marasov, Osiris, and the um, uh, and the Drifter was okay. the other one. Okay. Um, because ones they, they've all sort of taken like they kind of have a good side, but they right, also right. And they have a right. to so, use the opposite let, side. So based on what you're saying, you feel that is legit, Osiris. I think it's legit Osiris. Okay. And I think the reason that he's sort of detached mm. is because he's seeing, you know, just like uh, somebody who's seen a movie play out a million different ways. Right, right, right. Just observing this one and mm-hmm. seeing if this is like the okay. ultimate timeline to right, follow. To follow. Now, let me, let me right. push back on one thing. What do you say to the people who read that lore card where it appears to be Savathun talking? And it appears to be Savathun talking about maintaining a form, a disguise, and it's very hard. And that people in the tower are coming up to her, it, and it's a struggle to maintain the form. Because the prevailing theory is that that is her imitating Osiris in a fleshly form, whether or not he's dead or his body is possessed by something, he's somewhere else. But that lore card seems to substantiate a lot of people whose theory feels that this is Savathun imitating that. What, what do you say to, to that lore card? I say it could be because okay. this is a theory. But interestingly enough, mm-hmm. there was also one other person in the epilogue that was kind of out of place. And that's Amanda Holiday. And mm-hmm. you never see, you know, I'm not saying that Savathun is one person. It could, mm-hmm. you know, there could be many forms of this mm-hmm. individual. The, the interesting thing about Mara Sav is that you haven't seen her in a long time. And we remember right. when we were getting all of those sort of uh, weekly right the last i remember seeing her we was in her throne thing right she she wasn't there but there was the hourglass and then we went up to it and we saw aldrin's awakening into becoming a a, a guardian right right so, so oh by so, the way the action luca file super chat titan gang i see you i see you <laughs> we're gonna get to that continue <laughs> um, salute to luca though that's the clan so, so there could be uh, there could be a different like split form because obviously if Mars if if anybody is Savathun mm-hmm. in disguise then they could probably use more than one disguise. Mm-hmm. So there's always kind of the element that have we ever seen somebody in you know two people in the same place at the same time? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who we haven't seen in the same place at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't believe it's Osiris though. Okay. I, just doesn't seem to fit the narrative arc. I think he could be, uh, yeah, I think, like I said, he could either be 
following a specific timeline and he's just seeing it play out. Mm-hmm. I think being the fact that he's um, one of the only people that we know that can kind of go back and forth in time other right. than the vets, right. that he uh, maybe he's on sort of on the trail, that kind of thing. Like, okay. But but it could be. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. This is where this is where you are. I, uh, I got a lot to say when you when you're ready. When you're yeah, ready. this is this is very spin foily. Like it yeah. is, especially like your background. Like you're in the dark. You just look like you're in like a bunker somewhere, planning for the end of the world. <laughs> I'm telling you, in four days at eleven thirty, everyone will die. Uh, the uh, I I just I I honestly think I would love it if if Bungie you know, thought that far ahead and was that committed to the story. But I honestly think <laughs> would be that good. many levels of... Yeah, I think he gave a Bungie too much credit. That's what yeah, I'm at. I'm like, like Bungie honestly, ain't that deep, honestly, bro. I, I, just th- I just think, like, A, Bungie wouldn't do that because it would confuse everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if they had this whole, oh, there's three betrayals and one of them's Mara and half the community would be like, who is Mara Saab and all that stuff. And B, it's like the simplest solution is often the the, the solution. I think it's probably just Osiris. And there's, I have a lot of questions about your theory. I probably shouldn't get into them because they'll lead into like yeah, a we'll rabbit hole. But like, <laughs> but but like you know, like like j- just like a clip, like just yeah. one that came to mind right away is like, why would Mara Sav as Savathun help kill uh, Oryx, Savathun's brother, which he does in Destiny One? I mean mm-hmm. that th- th- you could you could work into some some ways there, but like you you they see... never really particularly liked one another though. That that is true, but but part of the reason she's coming after us is because we've been messing with her family. So I think it's one of those things where it's like only I can hate my Do brother. Do we know, you know that? I mean? Like, all right, we are gonna stop the tempo. Let <laughs> me mean, get my I thoughts mean, on because we get deep. We got third eyes yeah, open. I mean, we like, got you, turbans you can, with jewels on them. Look, yeah, you can. You can <laughs> really everything get, I say with I'm a nut. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, that's the thing. Is okay. you, you can use you can use every argument as like further proof. But like, what if it goes even more? But like, that is what conspiracy theorists do, and I just don't think that like. Uh, I just don't think Bungie don't, is that. <laughs> I don't think it just doesn't sound like them. They've never done that. I bet you it's going to be like literally Savathun just comes out of the closet like Ooga Booga. I'm a bad guy. <laughs> that's that's like how stupid it's going to be. That's just my guess. Do you think uh, he's been the bad guy the whole time? The whole time. Like oh dude, my god. I, I, I just honestly think it's going to be that simple. It's going to be like, oh, new bad guys here. Somebody mm-hmm. that you didn't see. And and maybe Osiris will help kind of be the harbinger of her return or whatever. But, like, <laughs> you know, I, I just I really don't think it's going to be like an earth shattering. Maybe I'm wrong. They killed yeah. off three factions today yeah. as like a footnote I mean, to a mission. So who knows? But I just like, want to be right because if something No, this, this is your is ultimate right, if you're then, right. Yeah. yeah I, I, you, you know, if you're I, right, I might man. be in the man on the island to myself. No, nah, respect, respect. I, I'll get <laughs> yeah. into it. Um, Look, you know, the mission starts out the attic. He hit me up. He's like, yo, the mission's out. You know, jumped in there. Um, Narratively... You know, you hear you hear the PA and her talking, her talk, and then you hear the scream. You go in there. I, as you see Travis's background, that was the first thing I saw on the floor. Homegirl <laughs> completely bodied. She's not making the tower great again anymore. She's not being disrespectful to Fallen. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, it, it, I thought it was, you know, obviously it's override, but... I like the way it was handled where you come in through, I guess, the city and then that Botsta di- district where you did the raid and stuff like that, which was pretty cool. I, I love the voice acting with uh, Mithrax and Saint Saint trying to hold it down and saying, hey, I mean, it was a bit over the top. Like, you know, you're my brother. I'm not going to save you. OK, it was a little extra. But they got the point across about unity. You know, as far as Ikora on the loudspeaker, like, oh, Osiris, come in. Uh, Osiris, <laughs> where are you? I thought that was hilarious. You know, Saint, he was right behind me, you know, kind of the whole bit. So that, and then obviously him 
looming over everything was very chilling. Was very like, yo, what is up with dude? That's my boy, but what is going on? This is super sus. So that whole thing played out, I thought, very well. Um, you know, shout out to the little magic moment. You know, you got, uh, I think it was, um, who put it in? Shout out to Paul Taz. He said, uh, he said Amanda Holiday coming in here with a basic a chaperone with no response. <laughs> she was ride and die. She came in, you know, she's busting a gun or whatever. You know, but I, I love the Saint. And, yeah, shout out to Death Singer. I like the Saint and, and Mythrax, Lil Bond. That, that was cool. You know, and then you go in there, you do it. I, I didn't like the fact that it was kind of like a no-name boss at the end of that override. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was kind of kind of took a little steam out of it. But look, it, it was what it was. They, 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 the mission was accomplished. The only thing I find interesting, Travis, is after all of this with Osiris, this man has the most cachet ever. Because Ikora's like, well, you know, if he just comes back to the tower and explains himself, he, you know, it'll be all good. Like, literally, he, like, he was the last person, right, incriminated with Lakshmi, right? And using, helping to use the Vex tech, you know, he's nowhere to be found. The city is completely invaded. Why is this man not on trial for something? Like, that's you know why? crazy. What's up? You know why? It's because he's done this before. Mm-hmm. He he's like the he's like the dad who like always walks out and he's like he ain't never he just blow, blow up the city he, though. He needs to he needs to blow off some steam. I mean, he did betray the vanguard. Like <laughs> he didn't listen yeah, to the speaker because the speaker was he got violent. exiled. Yeah, but because of the speaker though, that was a different. Yeah. It wasn't like he brought drama into the city and the city was at its you know about to die. This was like a a leadership philosophy thing. I don't agree with what you're talking about. I think the Vex are the real threat. And then the speaker, like, yo, your teachings are a little bit too off. I mean, he, and you he, go. he like basically raised a cult around him who thought he was a god. I'd say that's pretty drama filled. Raised the cult. They they infatuated with him and his teaching. Yeah. And he didn't right. try to stop them at all. That's, that's what I'm saying. Well, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. And, and then the second reason is that two of the people who are essentially the leaders of the Vanguard have a soft spot for him, Ikora and Saint Fourteen, his <laughs> his lover. So it's True. like. True. But, but of Zavala, Zavala does it. And I thought that's interesting. I thought the Zavala and him relationship was interesting because, like, well, they, they got the temporary exile lifted initially, right? And we know, obviously, Saint is, is boo thing. We get that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Ikora, we get the history. But I am surprised, to your point, that Zavala kind of allowed him back into the I mean, circle. Zavala's been sackless for, like, six seasons, dude. The guy just doesn't – you can walk all over him at this point. Think about all the stuff that's happened that he's not okay with using the darkness, mm-hmm. right? Like the whole war mind awakening, like everything that he's against, we just do anyway. And then his <laughs> response is very well, but I, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. going to be getting a stern letter. of. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Like, we like, came dude, back using the darkness. You're right. You're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, dude, he literally right. like, I, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't put stock in, in him stopping <laughs> everything. At this point, if Sabathun came on and killed everybody, I could just see him standing there at the tower being like, well, I disagree with your methods, but, um, <laughs> you know, like, he's not going to actually do anything with this guy. So, no respect for Zavala. I should be the Titan Vanguard. No, no. Well, look, so that, that was pretty much it. You know, obviously, my last question for you guys in reference to it, like, the way they ended it, you know, obviously, he's nowhere to be found. You know, the city, we, we have this memorial thing. We, we got that going on. You know, do you guys think, when do you guys think the reveal for Savathun's 
going to happen? It, do you think this plays on again all through next season and Osiris is gone? Do you like where are you at, Trav, like with this whole when does the, the big aha? Because the guard, I mean, the Vanguard yeah. is just so casual with this, I feel. Yeah, I think it's probably the exact thing that Ebontis doesn't want to happen, where like on August 24th, we basically know what the next season is going to look like in terms of the big like reveal. That's my guess. I like this. And I, like this. I yeah, think Eagle, that, uh, yeah, I, th- I think we find that out on the 24th. And then I think season 15 maybe is us working against Osiris or they might save that for the main one. I don't know if that would overshadow Sabathun being there physically, but I could see season 15 being the like Osiris has officially betrayed us season or like mm. unraveling the mystery of what's behind it. But I think either way we'll know how it ends before the season's even over because, but, because of the trailers and the, the advertising for first season of the, the witch queen. Before I pass it to screen, your final gut right now is Osiris, Osiris, or is that Savathun masquerading? And for you, Trav, what do you think is going on? I think Osiris is a puppet to uh, Savathun. But I think mm. it's him physically, but I think I think it's just you know, like apparently part of the city is locked with her because we hear her, the city the singing the Savathun song. Like mm-hmm. there's something going on there. So I do think there will be a big betrayal. And a big like Sabathun is here and she's been like way many steps ahead of us. I just don't think they're going to get like super into the lore and be like, Imarta Sav was actually like a original spawn. <laughs> I just, I really just don't think it's going to be that level. I think it's going to be like Ooga Booga. Yes. Ooga Booga simple. Yeah. And, you know, maybe, maybe we'll get some human taken because she okay. corrupted uh, people in the last city or something okay. like that. You know what I mean? Like okay. there'll be some sort of like mob or, or explanation for why she's even more of a threat than okay. uh, Oryx. But fair, yeah. fair enough, sir. And scream to your point. Obviously we know what your theory is. We know what your stance is. Hold on. We got OG. It's baby Jesus with the five super chat. It's going to end like game of Thrones and the white walkers. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. Kind of simple. Yeah. I feel you going. I feel you going. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's all of, all of our theories building up like, like game of Thrones. And then it just turns out they're just bad zombies that you kill one time. Yeah. So I was going to say, I called Bran in season two. Ooh, so, oh, you did? I did. I called Bran in season Ooh, two. All right, all right. So look. It I, didn't I, happen the way I hoped because it happened. It was really bad narrative structure towards the end of that show. Mm-hmm. But it was still the same result. So. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. No, it'll no, it'll be better in the books. The books are better. The books were probably, yeah, no, whenever no. it's really hopeful. So, so, to you, so for you now, Screen, obviously we know what theory is. But I want to... Yeah ask you about the reveal of whatever, whether it be Savathun, we know Witch Queen, the 20, you know, the 24th is coming. So it's like, do you think this is revealed then? Very end when it's very end when it's time for the season that we know what's going on with Savathun. No, I think they're gonna reveal it then. Okay. Sorry, E. Sorry, E. <laughs> he hates that. <laughs> Dude, it just it just it just makes sense from yeah. Them. like yeah, they gotta build hype. Yeah, right. so look, I'll say my final thoughts. Obviously, I'm still holding hope that my man is either under duress, not dead, maybe um body form taken, but hey, I'm still gonna run with the theory. It's a fun I will say this. It as much as I'm an Osiris fanboy. There is a part of me that says it is fun watching this betrayal or whatever with him in it. 
because I think a lot of people, it added a little bit more spice to the character. Because the way I liked him as this divine, whatever, a lot of the rest of the Destiny community did not like him the way I liked him. But in this role, it is fun to see people be like, yo, he's suspect. I don't, I like the energy towards him, the hate. Like, so I kind of, he actually fits the villain role better as much as I fanboy. So salute yeah. to Osusris and the whole thing. And, and never trust a warlock. I think this is the takeaway. The main thing that you should take away is warlocks are unreliable, uh, easily corrupted. And I mean, yeah, my man Zavala just sits there and does nothing. nothing. But at least you can count on him to do to nothing. Stand there do and nothing. do nothing. To do the, thank, thank you. Thank you, Scream. <laughs> But salute to the Titan delegation. Look, man, your man got to go find out what's going on with my man. Say 14 need to go find out with the boo thing. What's happening, man? What's happening? Go find sure, your feet. I'm sure there will be some, there's got to be some sort of, uh, at least nod to their relationship. That's if this goes out the way say. we think it's going to be. Yeah. That could get really, if again, we're asking a lot for Bungie. I agree with you, Trevor. Exactly. I, I, I think this yeah. is Ooga Booga. I'm totally with you, but what would be dope, if you really want to do the et tu brute, the betrayal to Saint and Saint fine. If they really up it, that would be fire. Like, yo, I can't believe the, the, you. The problem is their relationship is basically EU. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like it's like not something that the average player knows. And so That's they might correct. not, it's off screen. They might yeah. not waste they, they, they might, might not waste time that. on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and, that, yeah, yeah. It's Ooga Booga. It's yeah, you're right. Like they, you're keep, right. they keep things super simple. So mm -hmm. I would love if they did like a thing where like there was a mission or a lore entry or something. I'm sure they will do that. But I just don't see them making it part of like the main narrative. I don't think we get a cut scene where he's like, Osiris, how could you? I yeah, don't think that, no, if I'm wrong, I will be so happy. But I just at this point, man. Like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm I, with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Shout out to the IRL Titan. Safe 14 will buy you ice cream. If you told him you had a bad day, Osiris would give you a lecture. <laughs> Salute. Hash, death sticker, stop it. Hashtag don't trust one. Stop it. Stop. Darkest hour, Warlock Master Race. Salute. Anyway, moving on. So look, we got a lot to cover, a lot going on in this game. So obviously we saw, um, I believe DMG had put the post up initially kind of you know, teasing those mods that would be coming. You know what I'm saying? So we saw a couple of them in there. We got that auto rifle, you know what I'm saying? Anti-barrier. We got, uh, looks like linear fusion and regular fusion. Unstoppable. Ooh. Bow, you know what I'm saying? Got bow overload. And then we got pulses with unstoppable and sidearms with unstoppable. <laughs> Some people like them. Sidearms, again. I mean, the bow is actually the bow and the fusion rifle are great. I think bow is so underrated in terms oh, no, of I like agree. the yeah, it's the so bow. underrated specifically for that role. Mm -hmm. What is it? The barrier breaking? Or? Yes, with the overload, yeah. especially if you have the explosive head ones that yeah. kind of count as a two. And also, we got a shout out that I, I don't think gets enough credit. What came out during Battlegrounds was it Tiku's definition? That's a nice yep. one, man. And that that whole yeah. little mechanic. But I just wanted to ask you guys, you know. In general, obviously, they also hinted with a whole little clue about, you know, pen mired in the sword so that the sword is most likely going to be the second overload to go with arrow. So with, I'm going to give it to screen like with all of these out here that we know, how are you feeling about these for the new champion mods in general? Any any builds, any things that you got excited about? Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be a fun um, season specifically because there's like we well, we've never seen like a fusion mod. So, you know, Telesto is going to be Oh, like God. Excellent. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Outbreak Perfected is going to be oh, excellent. Outbreak Perfected is going to be lit. 
this season's mods have driven me absolutely up the wall. Like, I mean, anybody who's out there who's been trying to get a Conqueror seal this season hates the Glassway and never wants to see it again. I know, uh, yeah, Sinister. Sad to see him. He got his Conqueror. I think he's still trying. I think he's probably trying right now. No, no, he got it. He put it up on Twitter. Oh, he, he got tweeted it? the whole. He got his conqueror title. He oh, put it up on Twitter. Shout out to the podcast clan. I see you. I see you. To you, Taz. I see you. What's going on? Shout <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's just it's 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 been rough. Like I, I really liked last season when we had the sniper mod. I think that oh, really yes. was like the best thing that they could have done. I love that I, one. I don't like it when things get made more difficult simply because you have to use two primaries. Like I think you should always be able in every single strike to be able to use how it's intended a primary a special and a heavy um when you can't do that i'm just sort of disappointed it makes me not want to play the activity honestly so um and also like these you know the outbreak has been i mean outbreak and telesto i mean they've been around forever Mm -hmm. i I never feel like i get to use that many exotics in the strikes good point like i feel like you should always be able to bring at least one exotic with you i mean we you can use wither horde right now which has been really good this Mm -hmm. season but you don't get to use it all the time Mm-hmm. And so there should always be, I think, like two or three, maybe four exotics that you can bring with any single build. So um, I think that I, I, I don't know if the, <laughs> I don't know if Bungie realized that they, maybe they made it a little too, uh, I don't know, just stagnant this year when it comes to those mm-hmm. um, uh, champion mods. But it seems like they're definitely doing us a favor next season yes. with um, with the ones that they've announced. Mm-hmm. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Let's uh Actually, before I, I pass it to, to try, any particular, I know you said Outbreak Perfected, any other particular loadouts that you're excited to maybe try besides Telesto and the obvious? Um, well, there's, I'm curious if, um, what's the heavy bow? Um, oh, Leviathan's Breath. Leviathan's Breath, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm curious to see how uh, that will work because mm. that's beef. I mean, that that's like, Probably, I mean, it's not the fastest uh, DPS, but right. it, it hits definitely like is one of the hardest single shot yeah, single weapons shot. in the game. The only thing I to, to, I remember last time bows were overload, and mm-hmm. I remember using Leviathan's Breath. The fact that it had the intrinsic unstoppable property canceled out the overload. So right. I don't know right. if they, they seem to be against the exotics that have the intrinsic ability intrinsic, yeah. to have an, an additional one with the mod, but we'll see. We'll see. And what then what's the other bow that's um, the special, is it Trinity Ghoul? Yes. It's uh, yeah. Arc one, the one that has like crazy. Uh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool to use too. Yeah. Um, I don't think that has an intrinsic perk on it. If I no, you're right. You're absolutely right. right. So let's get Trav, man. You see the mods. What were your thoughts on it? And uh, any loadouts, any things you're excited about running with? I know you got the sidearms ready. <laughs> yeah yeah that's me you know how much i love sidearms uh no i i think um i think it's kind of cool that we can we can have a full loadout of all of our breaker you know all of our all of those mods without having um like basically we can do it all with primary weapons right like there's bows there's pulse rifles and auto rifles and that will take care of all of your needs so it'll give you uh, we've got the anti-barrier on the auto uh, the unstoppable on the pulse rifle and the overload on the bow. I think mm-hmm. that's awesome. So I'll probably just switch between those, but honestly, I'm just most excited about fusion rifles 
swords i mean swords have always kind of like had a role and if you're playing a really high-end activity it's not going to be useful anyway like grandmaster mm-hmm. you're just not going to be able to use a sword most likely i mean i'm sure somebody will prove me wrong but it probably is not the easiest uh clear um and and yeah the, the like fusion rifles just haven't had their time in the, in the sun i think so i'll probably rock with pulse rifle fusion rifle in the middle slot maybe i'll do gn7 Maybe I'll do a uh, sleeper simulant in my, Ooh, my power that's slot. That's the one. Yeah. So, so I'll probably do GN7 in the special slot, mm-hmm. sleeper in the power slot, and then in my my uh, my top slot I'll do maybe an auto rifle or nice. a bow or okay. something like that. Okay. So okay. yeah, just just to handle all of the all of the. Sorry, actually, pulse rifle and uh, and and fusion rifles do the same thing. They're both. Uh, unstoppable so yeah i'll have to choose between those but mm-hmm. yeah it, you know it, it, it gives you some i feel like this season's setup gives you a little bit more freedom with how you do it yes we're gonna have to continue to reset our uh artifacts to get the right mods that we need and yeah all, all that annoying stuff but yeah i'm definitely going to uh have some fun with, with this one yeah. i'm also wondering if uh vex mythoclast will count for the Ooh, fusion rifle I didn't mod even think about te- that technically it's an auto rifle and a fusion rifle. So can I put both of those mods and have it do both roles? <laughs> no. Like, can I? It's still a yeah, fusion I'm rifle, just, technically. I mean, yeah, it is a fusion. Even rifle, though it shoots like an auto, it, yeah. But right now it takes auto rifle mods, right? Really? As well as, and they said they're going to take uh, fusion rifle mods in the future. So mm. it would be interesting if you could do both with one weapon. But mm-hmm. I'm probably that's probably not going to happen. I'm just being. Uh, yeah. But either way, I mean, if you put that in your slot and you equip a the fusion rifle mod to it, you're hitting mm-hmm. unstoppables. That oh, would yeah. be amazing. So. There's just it just feels like there's a little bit more freedom than there was in other seasons where there yeah. was like kind of a a way you had to play in order to be competitive and this one just feels like there's a little more freedom so I'm happy with it I still don't like this system to be honest not fair uh, shout shout to DJ Arson in the chat he said Wilhelm you doing glassway carries right after this right <laughs> he, he trying to put in his clan request wow. for you right now <laughs> yeah. like, let the man rest all right relax DJ you just got into the clan pleb. He's one of the plans, Salute to the plans, though. <laughs> That's the fan. I love, so, I love DJ. It's, it's clam. It's oh, clam. It's hilarious. But look, I mean, as far as this is concerned, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I, I like the, uh, the the different variations. I'm thinking about how Arbalest might play out, you know, and, and bringing that back as far as we're having that Unstoppable mod and stuff like that, especially like Grandmasters and things of that nature, see if that is going to be in there. Sleep, of course horse travis you know how i feel so having that out there to use that um there's some cool um legendary linears i believe it's uh courtier's wrath i got a couple a good role with that and i forgot the the battlegrounds one i forgot the name of it is um it's really cool so we're gonna see how the meta shifts there obviously fusions are gonna be lit we know about the telestos you know about yotans i'm dig. i can't wait for um no composure to see how that and um plug one i believe you know to have that to have those properties as well but I gotta go back to old reliable. Um, yeah, to see to see my man outbreak perfected get get used again. You know, consistent. Yeah, it's gonna be consistent and bowls and stuff like that. So look, it's a fun thing. I'm getting tired of the sidearm unstoppable though. I gotta be honest. I'm getting I'm getting kind of sick. It's like they don't know what to do with the sidearm and they keep trying to force. It. No one's jumping that close to the stop. Yeah, master. Like it's they're kind of trying to shoehorn it in just yeah. so the usage goes up. Yeah. So anyway, so look, we got that going. Let's get into the shout out to IRL. I already know Yotin, baby. I already know you're going to go crazy. You're going to go crazy. Infusion, God bless. Hopefully it doesn't break the game and they have to shut it down again. But You think they'll get rid of the system in Witch Queen? Do you think they've had enough? It's a good question, right? Because at some point, 
you know, these things. I mean, the only thing I think we haven't really got is like machine gun. I feel like we haven't got a machine gun. And what are the ones we've missed? I think rocket launcher hasn't yeah. been there for a while. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not not much. Yeah, there, there's a couple that they still haven't really touched. But after a while, the system is gonna, you know, as far as redundant, it's gonna get redundant. It's not gonna be a lot of options. So it'll be interesting to see if they get rid of it. Do you think Scream they get rid of this system or make major changes to the mod system? I mean, they might just make it a. I I think rather than get rid of it, they just make it a season where they're just all available. You know, like every single mod is available and they maybe, you know, and it just becomes, it just becomes sort of a, um, champions become essentially the same thing as burns or shields. And then they maybe introduce something else. Uh, usually what they do. Yeah. I, I, I I think they should probably just like, if they were going to keep the system, just have all the mods available and you have to choose which one to equip. Like there should be you know, a, a, a overload mod for all the weapon types. And you should just have to have that one in your loadout if that's the way you're playing. Um, mm-hmm. But you should be able to keep them all. But I just think the system, like what they're trying to do, control the sandbox and choose, decide the way that you play for you. It's really going to be detrimental to the experience if Witch Queen comes out and there's a certain set of weapons you have to use. Like, I don't want my loadout to be decided for me when I go yeah. and, and fight Sabaton. You. you know what I mean? Like, no, that, that's the part I... I just think this whole it it needs to go the way of need to kill it. Look, you make it a good point, Trav, because as much there's a part of me that loves to play differently, right? And to try things I don't normally try and to have some joy with that, right? And I ain't gonna lie, I did have fun with the grenade launcher meta, it was cool. But then you're right, there's sometimes where it's just like, yo, I just wanna use what I wanna use and not be forced into this, okay, if I don't play this way this season, I am completely not being effective and efficient for the for my fire team or, or the raid or whatever. So I do understand your point there and it's, it's a balance they're gonna have to try to navigate, you know, so. Look, we got a lot to get into. Meaty, meaty, twab. <laughs> Shout out to the IRL Titan. He says the Lakshmi treat, treatment coin it, trademark it. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Bungie, we don't do that here, Cog. No doubt. So look, real quickly, I'll just glance over this part. They did talk about um, fine-tuning in reference to, uh, shout out to Forte who mentioned it early, controller sensitivity and traction. Uh, the traction mod itself. So they felt that the traction mod uh, was mandatory for PvP on controller and unnecessary on mouse and keyboard. They felt to be more appropriate as an accessibility option rather than a balance choice. Players have also felt maximum 10 sensitivity wasn't enough on controller. So they're making some changes to controller input closer to parity with keyboard and mouse. So they added a sprint turn speed scaler option, allowed value 0.3 to 0.8, removed the traction mod entirely. Added additional controller sensitivity options. 1 to 10 sensitivity is the same as before. 11 to 20 increases over that. And then they added an ADS sensitivity modifier. So quick thoughts on controller. Were you guys feeling this? Yay, nay. Where you at? Yeah, I play on Max on controller. So I'm wondering if I can get the 20 sensitivity down, how much that would mess up my game. But I guess uh, now is a good time to test it out before crossplay happens because... It could potentially, if you become good at it, make you competitive with uh, mouse and keyboard. I mean, more than I already am. Ooh, but, yeah, flex on the best at PvP talk. Let's go. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, we're going to have those guys in our lobbies, especially since my entire clan is on PC. I'm probably going to play 
um, you know, a lot of, of comp and a lot of trials with them. And I'm going to just gonna have to get used to mm-hmm. having those guys in my lobby. So, um, yeah. Salute, salute. Scream. Cool. Yay. Nay. Yeah, I think it's good. Okay. Uh, I, you know, one of the things that I think is sort of underrated when it comes to turning speed is that is, yeah, it helps you obviously, you know, aim a little bit faster, but the thing that it actually helps you with a lot is escaping. Like that's yeah, one of the things that no point. one really realizes is with, when you can turn quickly and you can just poke a corner, shoot, and then immediately turn, like the quicker you can turn and scoot away or slide away, that's what allows you to stay alive. Yep. And that's like one of the things that, um, yeah, when I would play on, uh, on PC, mm-hmm. it was just like, I just found like it was, I actually find that the, the crucible experience on console is actually a lot more fun mm. than PC for maybe reasons that aren't really associated with that Shoot. specific. <clears throat> <Could you? laughs> but I found that I was able to actually, um, uh, even though I could slay more on console, I was able to stay alive more on, on PC. So, you know, I it, like with crossplay coming in, it's going to be essential because those guys, if you're on a mouse and keyboard, there's no way that anybody yeah. who's on a uh, controller is going to be able to, I mean, even if you have a good shot. Those not named that. Travis, you mean. Those not named <laughs> right. Travis. Travis, he, he handles them. But continue. continue. No, I, honestly, there's lots of people on PC who uh, who play on controller and, and just kick the, the crap out of out of uh, mouse and keyboard player. A lot of them are in my clan, Woo. which is why I'm just like, I don't really care about the mouse and keyboard thing. But the, the, it's there's not parity between using controller on PC and on console. And I think that's what this is trying to address because – Using using controller on PC is a far superior, or oh, yeah. at least easier than using it on console. And so I think they're trying to make it so that if you're playing on controller, no matter what platform you're on, it's sort of a equal experience. Unless you're playing on uh, the the DualShock Five, because that controller has it sticks located on the wrong part of the controller. But that's okay. When it comes to headshot accuracy on PC using a controller too, it's way easier. Like you get like yeah. zero recoil. So yeah, you know. Apologies, PlayStation Nation, for the outburst of uh, our co-host there, or the, the, the slander, I, the consistent dual. I, I love PlayStation, but that controller is not good for shooters. <laughs> I'm sorry, but just the staggered staggered sticks are the way to go, man. No, no, he died on it. He died on it. No doubt. So look, I think we're in agreement there. Yeah, I mean, I was actually surprised to see this. Um, thought it's really cool. Right, right before crossplay, let's get everything as as closely aligned as possible. So, yep, that's all I got. So let's get into it. Meaty twop. Super regenerating exotics. This is a big one. So, of course, in Bungie fashion, they said in some cases they feel that this could trivialize the content or make it feel like the only reasonable option to equip for your build. Most of these changes here aim to standardize how these exotics work and to place a cap on how much super uptime they can grant by themselves. To offset these changes, some of the perks were reworked to be more generous with their refund minimums. So let's get to it. Shards of Galanor increase the amount of supers granted for hits, but but total super regain is now capped at 50%. Ursa Furiosa capped the amount of super energy you can regain once your super ends at 50%. Skull of Dire Amankara increased the amount of super refunded per kill, but total super gain is capped at 50%. Phoenix Protocol. I'm sensing a trend. Yes. Cap the amount of super energy you can regain once your super ends at 50%. Storm Trance's Brace. This one's a little different. Now also refunds up to 50% of your super energy 
after your super ends based on the number of kills. That never did that before. That all that was was just granted energy before. And that the, needs to happen though. Yeah, that exotic was useless. Useless. Completely agree. <laughs> Geo mags. Where's Teddy? <laughs> Where's Teddy? Geo, remove sprint to top off your super. This part of the perk led to a higher uptime in PvP than was healthy and gave attunement of control warlocks an immediate renewable supply of super energy for paying for mod costs like special finisher in PvE. Overall thoughts briefly on the super reworks. Fair, yay, nay, where you at, Trav? Yeah, I think Geomag's definitely needed to happen. Some of the other ones, I actually don't think the 50% cap is really going to change much because, for example, when you're doing the Ursa Furiosa strat in Grandmasters, really that strat isn't about your refund. It's about the fact that you're generating a ton of orbs and putting them on the ground and then helping your guys like give each other your super. And that's still going to be happening. And the fact that it's capped at 50% really doesn't change that. It just means that you're going to have a few fewer orbs uh, accumulating every time you use it. But the strat is still going to be the same. It's like pull up the wall take as much damage as you can drop all those orbs like mad and then mm -hmm. let your friend pick them up like yeah. dj yeah, so. we, we we did that a couple of, try to get it i mean that's the way there. to do it that's like yeah. the that's the meta for uh grandmasters mm -hmm. uh, which i don't think that's going to change it but it will change some of the other like cheesy stuff that isn't that is a little bit less cooperative and, and geomags like in particular like thank god that's that's happening because yeah yeah that's a uh, for geomags it was it was a good run but we know it was good run, man. It was unfair. Sorry, Teddy. <laughs> Sorry, Teddy. But Scream, overall, like, do what's your do you agree with the philosophy on this? Do you think this is a heavy-handed bungee approach? Is daddy being unfair? I'm kind of of the opinion it's not really gonna change much either. Uh I mean, yeah, some of this stuff, it sounds it sounds like a lot. But is it really, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, like, is it really like you said, like the orbs, I mean, have you seen how many orbs that can drop? It's ridiculous. It's like 20. Yeah. Yeah. I can get, uh, you can get like two supers out of one. So, you know, we'll see. I think though, yeah, the Geomags, uh, I haven't really used them that much, but. It's, uh, it's beastie. It I, is I, beastie. Those are the ones for um, middle tree. Middle tree, uh, yeah. Because basically yeah. you'd get to about 80% and all you have to do is sprint and you'll see the indicator on the screen say topping off uh, chaos reach and then it'll really push you right to that 100% in seconds. And uh, yeah, you, you, you uptime when you're super Yeah, behind. I was actually using those a bit because um, actually Sin told me to use them uh, for the uh, uh, sure. Grandmaster yes. for the last way to, to take out the champions. But yeah, mm -hmm. um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, like I said, I don't think it's gonna it's gonna change much. None of the ones that they mentioned are really the my go to exotics. So, you know, <laughs> fair enough. Fair we'll enough. I'll jump in right uh, quick. Oh, I'm sorry. If you, oh, no, no, no. That's right. You good? I'm good. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Shout out to Ty. He'd be a messy with with, with Geomag. He's right though. He's, He's right. right, man. He's right. You He's play right. trials or comp. That's literally what happens. It's just warlocks running into walls or circles, and it's just like, <laughs> all right, dude. Like, is this? That's the only way you're going to beat me, really? Yeah, is yeah, you yeah. have a, a beam that's an instant kill. And, then, and the fact that they now nerfed the beam going through walls. So Geomag warlocks. You know, look, you had to run. It was. It was fun. Look, actually, the, the thing I got out of this the most to me was Storm Dancers, Storm Dancers Brace because that was the one that made um, the Stormcaller actually more powerful with each kill, if I remember. 
So that is exciting to me that it's going to also refund a little bit of super energy. That's going to get a lot of play now. And with the perks to the uh, buffs to Stormcall, I believe, last week. Stormcall, look out for that. That exactly. That's going to, that's going to be pretty. That could be in the meta. So look out for that one. Let's get right into these retunes and reworks. Hunter, Bombardiers. All right, so now the bomb now has a secondary effect based on your subclass type. It blinds for arc, blinds for solar, slow for stasis, suppress for Burns for, for solar. Sorry, burns for solar, correct. Slow for stasis, suppress for void. Note the suppression will not add a guardian in super, affect a guardian in super, excuse me. Graviton forfeit increases the bonus of invisibility duration. The melee regeneration speed now increases based on the number of enemies near you. While you are invisible, your recovery is greatly increased and your weapon reloads more quickly. Lucky Pants added intrinsic hand cannon holster mod. Replace previous functionality with the following. When you ready a fully loaded hand cannon that deals kinetic damage or damage matching your subclass energy type, for a short time, each hit against a combatant from that hand cannon increases the damage of the next shot. Note. No, Hawkmoon won't be able to one-shot a raid boss using these legs. Other hand cannons will get a fun edge in combat, though. What is a hand cannon holster mod? A new kind of mod that reloads stowed weapons. More on that below. Really quick on the hunters. How we feeling? Bombardiers, Graviton. Bombardier seems like the most uh, interesting change. Uh, I'm sure it will annoy me to no end, Crucible. But I, I I like what it's going for, the fact that it has different ways it can be used based on the the subclass you have equipped so that's kind of interesting anything else got your your fancy forfeit pants bombardiers screen you're muted sir you're muted you're muted sir yeah you probably muted in um there you go. go sorry there you go <laughs> uh i think i feel like graviton forfeit is going to be something i i have an issue with uh, i don't i mean i just feel like i don't play hunter a lot mm-hmm. in the crucible mm-hmm. but they annoy me already. So an invisible one, just <laughs> more invisible, more health. I, that just seems like it's going to annoy me. Ooh, we'll see. You might see that uptick in PvP as, what you, as you're concerned about. It was always the coolest looking exotic, yeah, I will say. Cool Definitely one of the coolest. Yes. It was one that I like to use. It was actually the first one I ever got. Um, whenever the season was that that came out mm-hmm. on my Hunter. And I remember like using it quite a bit back in D1. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll be interesting. Fair enough, fair enough. Look, pretty much agree with you guys. Um, all I gotta say is, I'll, this hand cannon holster mod. We learned about that. That's interesting. So curious to see what that is. But nah, largely, I just gotta see how it plays out. That's how I feel about the hunters. Titan, precious scars will now have will now also create a burst of healing and bonus recovery around you whenever you kill an enemy with a weapon. Who? <laughs> why is Travis making that? Whose damage type matches your subclass type? Icefall Mantle, remove the slower class ability recharge scaler. Titans, where you at, Trav, with this? This this whole section confuses me. There's like a lot of Titan exotics that are useless, and the fact that they chose these ones is <laughs> mind-boggling to me. First of all, Precious Scars, like, I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that'll be super cool, but it just seems to me like a very specific use case. Like, oh, if you kill an enemy on a Thursday using a sidearm in your secondary slot, then in those circumstances, you'll get this like buff. And it's just like, all right, well, that that's never going to happen. So <laughs> I got to be a Thursday. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, I love that. Analogy. I love it. It says, it's, it says 
whenever you kill an enemy with a weapon whose damage type matches your subclass type like you have to think <laughs> yeah, you so gotta think much that's too much that's so much that better one benefit it's yeah like, you're right the, why yeah, yeah so right. i just don't want to yeah and then icefall mantle like yeah that that's a good uh, way to buff it but that that was such an underwhelming exotic you're gonna have to do a lot more to get people to use it in my opinion mm-hmm. and meanwhile there's like 15 titan armor exotics that are useless, useless. like triple f tier yeah. trash triple and and, and we yeah and this is like this is what we're we're, we're buffing up these, <laughs> these exotics that i forgot were in the game for the most part like okay cool uh, get them so, trap yeah, I, I, get them I don't, I don't get this one. The Hunter and the Warlock ones made sense to me, but the Titan section, I was like, all right, so you're doing nothing for Titan. <laughs> cool, got it. <laughs> Message received. Thanks, Message Zavala. Yeah, strong. Zavala, Zavala wasn't standing up for us at that uh, event. He, was, he wasn't in the sandbox meeting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scream, where you at with the Titans, man? Where I, you at? I put these into the all right exotics, meaning mm-hmm. when I get them, I go, uh, all right. And then I move on. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I think... I think I sort of agree that like, you know, the thing about this precious scar thing though, is Mm -hmm. that's so specific that there's going to be something that that's going to be like essential for, like, I don't know what, but it's going to be, you know, you'll be trying everything you can possibly think of to get this one activity done. And then somebody is going to be like, have you, you haven't, you're not using precious scars, man. Like what's wrong with you? And you're going to be like, I didn't even, I, not only did I forget that was in uh, in the game, but like who came up with that name? <laughs> <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Look, you guys said it best. There's nothing more I can add to this. I do feel for you, Titan Delegation. I do feel you guys got the short end of the stick on Exotic Reworks. Very surprised. Very surprised that there have not been a lot of love your way. So I do sympathize. But we got more locks to talk about. The better class. So let's get to it. Verity's Brow. <laughs> Changes to trigger change to trigger when you get a weapon kill that matches your subclass energy type. Here we go again. Increased grenade damage bonus to 20% per stack up. But they got another buff on top of that. True. True. That's the difference. True. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. The stag, which I do use, grants damage reduction to allied guardians standing in your rifts. Interesting. 25% 25% against combatants, 15% against players. I'm reading this raw off the fly. And then I, <gasps> Promethean Spur! Holy, this useless thing is going to get something. Hold on, I got to read this it got one. got a lot. I got a lot. Has additional functionality. While standing in a rift, solar weapon kills give you class ability energy. Hmm. When your class ability energy is full, solar weapon kills consume that energy and spawn a combination healing empowering rift at the target's location? Bro, scream! We busted out the spurs. <laughs> yeah, I, I still don't think people will use that, but that is a cool it's little perk. Interesting. Perk. It's interesting. Yeah. So, so basically, could be good in PVE. Solar weapon kills consume that energy and spawn a combination at the target's location. I'm thinking about like maybe like in a in a raid. Could it could be used? Like I don't know. I gotta look at it. Keep your eye anyway. Keep your eyes open for other changes that come in the wake of these as well. Our goal for the next few seasons, especially following the launch of the Witch Queen, is to increase the variety of fun and powerful choices available to players in pve and pvp alike let's go to the warlock delegation screen real quickly verity's brow stag promethean spur promethean spur does that when they say target location does that mean whatever you just killed's location or your location that's what I'm trying to read. What is that? I mean, am I reading that cor- incorrectly? Am I? Just- it said, "Yes, yeah, solar weapon kills consume the energy and spawn a combination healing and power." F- at- so I'm, I'm going to say at the target's location, meaning what you've killed. 
Because the way the the way the exotic worked before, which was completely useless, which was you had your super in Dawnblade, right? Right. You kill an enemy, and then where you killed the enemy, the rift became. That's where the rift was. So I didn't find any practical use for that. And then you have to yeah. wait to get your super to get it. So now it seems with this class ability energy and now just regularly using it without the super needed, they added this wherever you kill someone, a rift is going to be kind of. Right. So it's like a leapfrog yeah. type of thing. Yes. It also does, it also does healing and empowerment. And empower like combo. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, That's running cool. A, running around with a solar shotgun, killing things, and then mm-hmm. standing in the rift, and, right. and that and, makes it yeah. like a little mini well of radiance, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah almost cool. like mini wells based on where the enemies yeah. are killed. Yeah, so I mean, if you, I could see like, uh, you know, if you could, um, I could see doing something like if you had some sort of massive damage over time weapon. Mm. And you just let all the enemies, like maybe even a sword mm. or something that can do a lot of damage to everything that's around you. You could just like kill a whole <laughs> bunch of enemies and then essentially be in a well of radiance because like everything around you will essentially be a well. Well, it uses it uses your class ability. Right. But I mean, like, um, yeah, so well, you would have to. It? Yeah, it, it uses your energy. So when oh. it's full, it consumes that energy and spawns a combination of rift. So I think the way it would need to work is. You kill something with a solar, let's say you're running around with a shotgun so you can get in close range, a solar shotgun. Right. You kill something, you're already standing on its location, it spawns a rift. And then you switch to another solar weapon, maybe your heavy weapon slot, right. and you just kill stuff and that charges your your uh, class ability again. And then you you know, you know just like rinse and re- repeat. Yeah. But, oh, uh, this cycle, right? Yeah. yeah. You right. kind of would have to do your entire build around it, which is yes. why I don't think it's going to be very dominant. Yeah. I think maybe maybe you have one guy who likes to use this and it works for them, but I just don't <laughs> see it becoming the meta. Yeah. Fair enough. Is Stag, anything else? You, you good? Warlock delegation there? Um. Yeah, I think grandstand. I mean, damage reduction and ally standing in your rift twenty five. That's I think that's a good, a good buff to the stag. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, all it was before was just yourself and you got hurt, right? Whatever. So, well, it gives a little thing to the well, I guess. Whatever. You know, interesting in in trials because it says fifteen percent against players. Players, yeah, yeah. So that would be interesting in trials, but you know, the, the only thing about that exotic is. One half of it kicks off when you're dead, <laughs> right? So, yeah, you know, it is what it is. If you're the guy that keeps messing up, you know, you keep getting picked in trials, then this this exotic for you would help your friend, I guess. But anyway, so there we got that. So look, finders, scavengers, and holsters. Oh my! All this is new to me. I'm reading this off the fly. We are rolling out some changes to mods that affect the animal economy. Running double ammo scavenger mods makes it too easy to have 100% uptime with special weapons in both PvP and PvE. In PvP specifically, we believe that this is an important factor in how oppressive certain special weapons feel. Reducing their effectiveness is a step towards addressing this. We're prepared to revisit this depending on how it plays when it's out in the wild. We're also looking to improve ammo finding and make it easier to earn special and heavy ammo in PvE while introducing a new type of leg armor mod that reloads stowed weapons. So now ammo finder now has an increased chance to spawn ammo on kills with primary weapons and further increased chance with exotic primaries scavenger multiple copies of scavenger mobs of the same type no longer stack wow holster this is a new type of leg armor mod that will gradually reload stowed weapons of the matching type over time multiple copies of holster mods of the same type will increase the rate ammo is reloaded 
The following weapon types will have holster mods. Auto rifle, fusion, grenade launcher, power. It's all of them. All of them, pretty much. Yeah, I'm like, okay, <laughs> thank you for saving me for that. That's like all of them. I think it's all except rocket launcher. Except rocket launcher. Thank you. Uh, hand cannon excludes Ariana's vow. Oh, so we ain't getting yeah, that. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm, makes that sense. Really, that would be really OP. Yeah. Rocket launchers, breech-loaded grenade launchers, and bowls will not have holster mods, as we don't want to affect any weapon that has a magazine size of one. Ammo finder. Trav, where are we at with this? How are we feeling? Yeah, it seems like Scavenger had to die so that holster could live, right? Like, they're kind of, they're kind of nerfing what Scavenger does so that you have to get this other mod to reload your weapons yeah. while they're stowed but we'll see how how that works i'm i'm glad that ammo finder is going to be um buffed a little i i just have always thought it's not a good mechanic that i have to think about my ammo and like manage that economy while i'm playing a shooter i just it, that really bothers me sometimes that we're like the reason i can't beat an encounter is because i don't have enough ammo uh mm-hmm. you know and back in the day i used to pop on, on ammo since which was a terrible idea mm-hmm. but at least there was a solution now right. it's like if you just get if you get bad with that rng you just kind of have to sit around and wait for your mm-hmm. ammo to come back which i've i've done in grandmasters and stuff so yeah. um yeah i mean they seem like i'm always a fan of them giving more uh mods it seems like in this case they're giving a mod to weaken another mod but still provide a way for you to reload weapons but whatever i'm i'll i'm, I'm sure it'll be fine and it, it gives you more mods so that's cool no doubt scream where you at man um scavenger are you a double are you a dirty double scavenger user <laughs> depends <laughs> on what i was using but i kind of agree with travis it just seems like a mod rework um so they don't want you to double they want you to have two mods so that it seems i don't know more like in, in a synergistic bunch. yeah a little yeah. bit yeah but i don't think it's really going to change that much i agree that like <laughs> i kind of feel like they should bring back uh ammo synth in a way mm-hmm. but i because i kind of like the ammo. i wish there was like a way you could trade something for something else mm-hmm. so if you had like an overabundance of one say you had an overabundance of special ammo you could like trade up for primary or mm-hmm. for heavy if you wanted to but um yeah, these sort of things. I mean, you always throw them on. You never. I never really find myself thinking that much about it. You know, right. just kind of. Uh, I guess trying to trying to find as much. It's always like this. The last thing. Like if I'm putting up a build, putting a build together, it's always like okay, and I'll put uh, an ammo scavenger mod on this because mm-hmm. it works. Here. I, I have room for it. You know. Right. No, I mean I hear you. This was definitely surprising to read. Obviously, this is new to me. Um. I think for me, the interesting one is the um, what is it? The 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 holster, the gradual reload. Mm. So basically, I shout the new rat in the chat. It's almost the reconstruction perk in a mod, because remember we had reconstruction from Deep Stone, and you had those weapons, you know, automatically reload and stuff. So that's interesting that they're encouraging that playstyle. Right. Reconstruction happens when you're using the weapon, though. That is true. You're right. Not when it's yeah. stolen. You're absolutely right. I'm trying, yeah. But was it what? Is there a per? I feel like there's something in the game that when it's stowed. Maybe I'm wrong. Unloading, yeah. There's um. I think there's a Titan exotic that does that exact thing. It right. like reloads your your uh, yes. auto rifles or something. Yeah. 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 So there, there's a few exotics that have like this mm-hmm. intrinsic perk that I'm sure will need to get reworked now. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, they didn't put anything about them in the mm-hmm. the twab with the armor reels, but you know. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, look at the auto loading holster. Yeah, but that that yeah, true, and it, it's interesting that they're encouraging that playstyle, which to me encourages swapping weapons. But you know, they're definitely against scavenger with having a lot of the ammo. So it's an interesting gameplay choice remains to be seen how much this affects. And I just thought the um what is it? Ammo. You can you have a chance to, to spawn ammo with the primary weapons. Okay, fine, whatever. The next one. Oh yeah, shout out to New Rap. Peacekeepers. Salute. Yep. The next one. Here we go. Oh, war mine cells. They just this straight up. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, you're in trouble, Scream. I'm coming to you for this one. What to be blunt, these are currently too powerful. Daddy has decreed this is getting the nerf, y'all. It's coming down. This isn't a surprise. Even at the introduction, we knew they were very strong. That was the point at the time they were created. They were only expected to last for about a year, at least they're honest. So we could push the envelope on something cool and flavorful, knowing that they wouldn't be around breaking things forever within the force of Rasputin's explosive wrath. <laughs> they would have a time to shine, but eventually leave and make room for a new, the next exciting thing. Okay, so they, they go they go on a blow. Let's get to it. Base warmine cells. Reduced radius of the explosion. Effect range of the warmine cells from 10 to 6 meters. Reduced damage of the explosion of warmine cells. Previously 200 to 400, now 50 to 250. Global reach increased the mod cost of global reach to three. Reduced the amount of radius increase 20 to 10. Cellular suppression reduced the duration of the suppressing effect when using cellular suppression three seconds to two. No, not rat the Rasputin. Reduced bonus solar damage previously 100 to 200, now 25 to 100. Damn. What? I gotta go straight to scream. This is you, bro. This is yeah. woo. You, you, my guy. We, we do these grandmasters. You got the day. builds, bro. Sad day. Pull it out. But uh, although they don't say anything about the um, the healing ones, which are mm. also kind of important. Like I actually end up using a lot of those. Uh, mm. the, so you know, we'll see. I mean, it's gonna be. I mean, I think every good build, you have to have at least something that creates a war mind cell. Like, if, uh, I don't know, end game activity has been like undoable without having something uh, that creates a war mind cell for me. Since which season did they come out in? Was it um, season of the chosen? Season of I can't the... even remember. They feel like no, it was the um... no, it was way before that. Um, yeah, it was way before. It was like during, last it was during... fall. Yeah, it's been <laughs> yeah. a minute, y'all. Chat, uh, help us out. What season last of Warmind Cells? Yeah, when, when did Warmind Cells debut? I can't remember. But yeah, it's been a while. What we season had... was that? It was when we had those uh, like um, public events With where you, yeah, you had the towers show up. And, worthy. Oh, the rivals. New, new Rat says Worthy. Season of Worthy. Oh, that yeah. series it did last mad long. I remember that season. I think, I think oh, was that Arrivals? It was a long time. Season. Yeah, I'm getting my joint. The Bunker Season. I'll, I'll say The Bunker season. season was yeah, Season of Arrivals. Season of the Worthy, Daniel. Okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that this had to happen eventually because, I mean, if you see anybody, like, speedrunning anything, they're using um, uh, Wrath of Rasputin, mm-hmm. you know, they're using Global Reach. So I just hope that 
it's it's they've been probably the most dynamic mods that I've seen in the game. Um, I hope they were. I hope that it means that there's something else that's kind of coming. Looks I like hope the next section like this. we're going to yeah. get into that, but get continue. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll as we read, we'll mm-hmm. we'll see how they're they're going through it. I think it will be one of those things now where um, yeah, the damage reduction is. They're, they're, I just hope they don't become completely useless. Right. That's the thing with Bungie sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't want them to be just some superfluous <laughs> thing, you know. Also, bro, I, I, this hurts. It hurts me to hear you have to read this. Like, the, I know how much you love this build. Like, this, oh, you know, it's trap. When I run Nightfalls, this man, like, this is part of his DNA. I and know the type. Him, yeah. To see him clear rooms with effectiveness and efficiency. You know, so I felt this one. I was like, damn, I didn't. That, that would hit hard for my boy. So, pull one out for the one. But, but to you, Trav, like, where are oh, you at with this? Is, is this a. <laughs> you gonna go cry in the car? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, to, but, Trav, like, do, is, is, are we overreacted? Do you think it was time? Like, Trav, where are you at with this? Yeah, I say burn it down. I'm glad this is happening. <laughs> Honestly, I would be okay if they took it out of the game altogether. Um, this is one of the more annoying things about uh, the sandbox right now, in my opinion, is that there's like people who play the end game PVE activities who don't even know how to play the game without oh, Warhunt. And I think it's just, yeah, I just think it's like a crutch, we honestly. Like they're, 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 it's, it's such a, it's such a important part of people's build. And guess what? In order to generate Warmind war cells, you have to use a very specific set of weapons that have been in the game forever. And mm-hmm. it makes the PVE sandbox uh less interesting and mm-hmm. I, I i just my experience with with playing with warmind cells is that there's always one really irritating guy in the group oh, who what? insists that everybody have warmind <laughs> and is always like hey you're you're getting in the way of my warmind cells and like hey, you I got that guy in your, in your fight and they're, they're just yeah dude especially when i do uh, lfg there's always one guy who's just super irritating and everything's about his warmind cells like i got out of my way i got my warmind cells Oh, I dropped a warmind cell. Guys, get, I'm going to shoot the warmind cell now. So everybody, and it's just like, just burn well, it down. Guys. Just burn it down. <laughs> Dude, we, don't, we, don't need, we don't need this in the sandbox. There are other ways to play endgame activities. And like, it's a crutch. I think, I think just get rid of it, man. It's been, it's been there for a long time. Nobody can say it didn't get its time in the sun. It did. Now it's time to kill it. And thank, <laughs> thank, I, I say, thank God. Like, Who it, hurts honestly, you? It didn't, that's, I'm never that. I, I, I care about myself and nobody else. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it literally like I, it's. I think it will be better for the sandbox. I think it'll be better for all of us. It's it's one of those things. Just pull off the bandaid, you'll live, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> Look, um, this is interesting. I, I I knew it was coming, and my my gut told me it was coming, especially when um they unset sunsetting. Right. So I, I said, OK, they, they have a lot of these powerful things running around. And yes, it, it, it's had its run. I was surprised it was as heavy handed as it was, to be honest. But, um, you know, to Travis point, yes, it's been it's been around. But it is funny to hear you complain about these people who love this build. But whatever. You know, it is what it is. You don't like that guy. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, to me, it look, was it inevitable? Probably going to happen at some point. Yes. The question now is, see, where I, this is where I'm going to scream. You're going to make other things fun, but is this going to completely kill this thing now? 
that that that's what i'm concerned like is it like completely... i mean it's, it's additive though how can you right. kill it it doesn't it doesn't take away those weapons or make them worse it's, it's something that the weapons do on top of the stuff they right. already do so right. making that a little bit less it's not like you're you're going to see a warmind cell and go, oh, well, that's not even worth shooting it. You know what I mean? Like, it no, no, does I get that. an additional I think, thing. I so. think, what, well, I guess my, the way I should have said it better is that basically the way Destiny players operate, in my opinion, is optimum efficiency, right? So whatever is the utmost thing from a statistical level, the Destiny player will gravitate towards that. And let's just say now, as we're going to get into this next section, which is Elemental Wealth, I'm very curious to see what they're going to say about that, because again, I haven't read any of this, this is all me live reading. Um, you know, just to see if that now becomes a new thing and as a result, but to your point, yes, it is additive. You're absolutely right. It is, it is an additive thing. It's not being, being completely taken away, but have, have some sympathy for the, for those the, the, that lost this, this baby, man. It's so cold. Such a cold hearted person. <laughs> I don't need his sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yo, shout out. They love it, Chad. It's like, yo. Good. I mean, uh, it's a good thing you don't need it because you will never get it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. But we gonna move on because uh, looks like they got something. Hopefully, in this place, Elemental Wells, two Elemental Well mods, two <laughs> are getting improvements in order to make them a more competitive choice when compared to the other combat style mods. Elemental Armaments now have an increased chance to spawn an Elemental Well based on the tier of the enemy defeated. Font of Might. Don't even know what this is. Base duration has been increased to 10 seconds and increased the damage bonus provided from 10% to 25%. And there you have it. With abilities and armor down, we have one sandbox type left to cover. Weapons. We'll see you again next week for our ne final season 15 flight check. So, Trav, I got to ask, like, um, do you use elemental well builds? Do you even... I haven't really messed with them, so I just want to know if any... Yeah, I mean, I, I used them during the season when they came out, mm -hmm. however long ago that was, but... um. Yeah, I, they they were not super good at the time, and I don't think they ever have been. So it's nice that they're giving them some buffs. I mm -hmm. think if they can put these little mini mechanics in the games like wells and warmind cells and make them just give a little bit of boost for people that want to play that way, mm -hmm. I think that's great. I just don't think anyone should define how you play the game or be have like a massive influence on the sandbox or that sort of thing. And so... I think Wells will probably still have a, a little bit to go oh, before no. they before you start seeing people using them. But I would like there to be a lot of these little little mini mechanics that you can do into your build that give you a little bit of an edge. But I, I just think that they shouldn't I shouldn't have to log on one season and be like, well, this is mandatory. Yeah. Or like people are going to be on my case or mm -hmm. like this is the only way to play the game. So I have to be using this set of weapons. And right. I just never really liked that, man. Maybe it's mm -hmm. just because I'm resistant to authority. But like I, <laughs> if somebody if somebody yes. tells me like, oh, you have to use. Yeah, you, yeah you're like, yeah. Through, I'm just like, mm, watch me not. Do yeah, exactly. That. Like, you I will explicitly. Yeah, yeah. So hold on. Hold on. We yeah, got to stop all. the show. I got to interrupt you for a second. The legend, okay. the cheetah is in the chat. Coming oh, from really? Barbados. Have a great show. We miss you. I got I got I got the, the you in the back there. You know what I'm saying? The ninja and the cheetah yeah. over there, you know, chilling. But yo, salute, bro. Yeah, enjoy your vacation. We miss you. Safe travels on the way back. Next week, you're right in time for the big one. You know what I'm saying? So it's good. Enjoy, man. We're gonna we're gonna hold it down for you till you come back. He says, Thanks all coming back tomorrow. Okay, cool. But it should be a full show. Another tease of set bonus with Iron Banner. Oh, how they play with my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Good to see E up in the chat, the cheetah, no doubt. But um, yeah, let me ask you, uh, Scream, like, Wells, do you even use these? Do you have you 
tinkered. Does Arc Buddies count as a well? Does that count as a no? That's something no. else entirely. I don't yeah. think I have. I, I mean, yeah, you know, I it. I have to say, I mean, I am. I'm a war mind cell guy, but it wasn't because I always thought that that was like the best thing. It just, oh. I actually just really liked it. It was it's like one of those fun. things where, yeah, I was like, this is a really cool thing. Like there was times where people, w- I would be playing like end game activity and I wouldn't have any mods equipped whatsoever. I would mm-hmm. just have like, cause I, you know, I, I feel like if you played a lot of D1, like there was just, I don't know, like your mindset was just different sometimes. And like I, I, the whole mod thing, I didn't really like get into as far as PVE activity uh, at first. I used a lot, like, like I would use like targeting like mods for PVP, like the sniper rifle mods and stuff like that. But I just never really found like any of them did that much. So I would just forget. And then like the Warmind thing came out and I was like, oh, okay, these actually do something like interesting. And, you know, I like seeing the ball pop out when I kill the guy. <laughs> <laughs> about that, just, I was Fix like, oh, your this face, is fun. Jeff. Fix your yeah. face. Yeah, so, I, you know, I didn't really use the the eyes. I love it. Continue. that much. Um, but maybe I will now. Can you give me an example of one? Like, maybe I have used one that I'm just like, It's basically, from what I recall, you read the, the, con, the, the flavor text. It's like you do some activity and then a well will drop. And then I you believe stand in it, yeah. Yeah, stand it, it gives you a buff. It gives you a buff. Some of them would give you um the ability to recharge, you know, very fast on your lowest ability. Okay. Yeah. I think I did. I didn't mess Maybe with them. Maybe I'll use them more again. Yeah. I, I they they really doubled down on new ones with Season of the Splicer with the with the uh servitor. There was a new track there. I think I saw a couple, but I just didn't commit because in Fairness to Travis, my over reliance on either warm mind cell bills. And to be honest, I'm not even either. I'm where they're going to get me, which they haven't said in just yet, is the charge with light. I'm a charge with light guy. Like that's, mm, I'm okay, all. Yeah, I'm a charge with light guy. Yeah, like I, that, I, I will be affected if they like, because I'm all about the supercharge, getting, you know, picking up the, um, the, what is it, when you pick up the orb and then you're already in yeah. a charge with light times two status. And the protective light. Protective light is... Charge with light is in a really good place for this mechanic, though, because it feels like a little mini mechanic that some people use and they get minor bonuses, but it's not mandatory and it doesn't control your loadout and and the sandbox. So I I just think they need to get Warmind Cells and Wells uh, to that, like, state. And then add on to it, and then yeah. just keep going, and give their make it make there be a w- wider variety of different mm-hmm. little mini games you can do, and ways you can kind of uh, work your loadout. I think that'll be awesome. Uh, cool, but yeah, no, I agree, I agree. So interesting changes. Let's get into the next part of this top fit for an Iron Lord. So last season they said Salas brought some fresh weapons. Okay, okay, we got the Forges Pledge Pulse Rifle and the Peace Bond Sidearm, each available through the packages, bounties, match rewards, and seasonal Iron Banners quest. But that's not all. It's been some time since Salas. Oh, oh, we got a new set. So fresh mm-hmm. armor to earn. Pull from the depths of forgotten seas. Yeah, they know they ain't been making no content. These mm-hmm. pieces worn by warriors of the past are ready to battle once more, including the Iron Forerunner set. Okay, so starting next season, we'll be introducing the Iron Lord's Pride. Intrinsic perk through this set. A set perk? Wearing a yep. piece of this armor grants a small chance of an enhancement prism dropping at the end of an Iron Banner match. 
Each additional piece, <laughs> screams laughing. Each additional piece, rolling his eyes. Each additional piece worn increases the chance, capping out at four pieces total, y'all. You, you, y'all not bubbling with this excitement? Defeating your foes with the fury of the Iron Forge. Show no mercy. In a few weeks, you can believe the like all your rewards. Trav, take it away. Let's go. Baby. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, thanks, Bungie. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> the like, so I like the. I'm really glad that they're doing set perks. I think everybody who's played Destiny is like, look, this isn't every other game. Like, it's a good mechanic. It should exist. Um, it also gives. Um, it also gives armor use now that we have uh transmog it's it, it gives a, a way for for your armor set to actually matter so i'm glad that we've got set bonuses this perk is bad and nobody's gonna <laughs> so nobody's gonna use it for that because nobody needs an enhancement prisms i mean there are some people who need it but it, it just it's not a high priority it, it's not gonna get me to wear the armor third of all your armor looks ugly. I'm sorry. All three mm. sets look pretty, pretty gross, to be honest. Actually, for once, the Titans have the coolest looking set, but coolest is a really, really overselling it because all of these look like, uh, like they they ran through a, a wardrobe and came out on the <laughs> other side with whatever clutched onto their body, like in a cartoon. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I'm glad that perks are happening. I'm glad we have armor. I will not complain, or I just did complain. Yeah. I will. Uh, I will tr- do my best to not complain because we're getting new armor, which like that alone is something mm-hmm. we've been missing for seasons. The fact that you put a perk bonus on it as well is even better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the perk bonus is not exciting. Question. That itself doesn't look great. Before I pass it to Scream, do you think, um, by the way, you're not showing your Iron Lord's pride right now. I'm very disappointed. You're not not prideful right now with what they're doing. <laughs> but but. <laughs> My question to you, Chad, is do you think, because from our understanding, it's not a mod, right? So do you think this is going to behave almost similar to how, remember, Gambit Prime sets used to work and and Mm -hmm. just the equipment? Like, do you think we at least you're happy that it's going in that direction of a set bonus? So maybe that could spark something for the future. I really think that this is them, like giving us a wink that like they're going to do set bonuses and see in the, the witch queen. Cause that's something that like, I think they know that they're missing and, and something that would like Bungie very rarely misses out on opportunities to create things that make us want to be more addicted and more collecty about, mm-hmm. about destiny. And this is one area that they're missing it a lot because yeah. there's not really a reason to collect the armor. Uh, and, and this could give us a, a really big reason to want to do it. So um, I, I think this is them giving us a little nod and a wink to their plans for the future. Um, th- this exact one in terms of what the armor looks like and the perk it does isn't great. And if that's the future, if the future is every armor set just gives you a better shot at a, a, a currency, a <laughs> currency in Destiny, I'm going to be very upset. But, uh, <sighs> you know, I'm not going to complain. It's a new set of armor, man. It, that's more than we've gotten in past seasons. It's a, It's got a... Uh, intrinsic perk that gives an armor bonus set. I'm not going to complain about that. So um, it's good and it's bad. I just, I just, uh, it makes me excited for the future. Not excited to get this set of armor. Fair enough, Lord Scream. Um, my Iron Lord, Banner Lord. We always running deep in Banner. So we, I'm expecting the full set, right? Pride. We're gonna get these prisms. We're gonna, we're gonna do this. What are we doing? I think tokens are getting pulled over still. Yeah. 
next season? Yeah, I got six thousand. So <laughs> getting that done. Salute. Uh, yeah, I got really excited there, and then subsequently got really <laughs> sad. <laughs> I totally agree. Like armor, armor bonuses. God, like it seems like such a missed opportunity, and for so long, like I'm like, why have like of all the things that like like I never want to allude to like talk about another game really, mm-hmm. but like like the one thing that always made me want to play World of Warcraft when I was in college was the fact that I had to go and do like this and that and over there to try to get my armor like so that I could get the bonuses from having the full set and. Uh, yeah, I, I, I as a as somebody who never really um, uh, goes after a specific piece, like any sort of set of armor at all. Like mm-hmm. if I get a piece and it's a good roll, it's like okay, great. And now with transmog, it's like okay, I can make it look however I want, you know. But uh, I would, I've always wanted that. Like yeah. I've always wanted like a reason to have a specific set. Um, yeah, but that's like it better not be for. For materials or if it is yeah. it should be for some like serious material like you know like an ascended no don't compromise no materials <laughs> we're not Fair doing enough. this for currency I'll this see. isn't a day job okay like i the, the other thing is i will say this that is good i'm glad they limited it to four armor pieces because i would hate it if there was a possibility of five and then you have to choose to not He's use an exotic yeah, so i'll yeah, say yeah. that like they that's already like they're thinking ahead that that makes me happy yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hope it's for something, you know, like it'd be great to get like, you know, a, a boost to a weapons type or, um, you know, I, like, an, you know, they have, you obviously you get a lot when you masterwork a piece of armor. So it would, it would almost like you'd need to get like, like, even if you got like a, like an extra mod place or something like that, when you had all of them, that would be kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we'll I, I, sorry. no, I agree. I mean, Travis, you knocked it out the pot, brother. It's like, it's like they they have the opportunity to tease in, and then he's like it's a missed opportunity with a currency. Don't 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 tie it to a currency. And of all currencies, yeah, and of all currencies that be, and on top of it, it's redundant because if you remember, I'm the guy that I configure my ghost to already do that. So when I play different activities, I'm switching and putting my crucible one on to get right. the upg- upgrade module, or if I win, or the enhancement prism with the with the headshot. Is that going to stack? You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it should not be tied to currency. The thing, if any division guys are in, the thing that I'm always jealous of division and outriders, the set bonuses. And I understand they may be nervous and with putting it dipping their toe as far as balancing. But you're already they're already doing it with stuff like, you know, the wells and the charge with light on some level, because like, was it powerful friends? There's ones that give you plus 10 strength. And, you know, there's stuff that even even um stasis, like if you look at those stasis shards and stuff and all that, like they're giving you intellect buffs and all that. Let us have these set bonuses and let us play. And what's also cool is since they don't like us having an over as an over-reliance they don't like the over-reliance on exotics this would force legendary play if you give us those stat bonuses right and not be use those as a crutch so it just bothers me you know that that they they i don't know if they technically can't do it right now based on how they're set up but they got to know like this is what people want so yeah i I would i would like that and then the last point shout out to the iro titan he, he just left but look i'm not one to criticize 
artists and, you know, I, I don't know how to make any of this, right? But I must admit, since D2, there's been a problem I have with the artistic choices of the Iron Banner sets. We all know those D1 sets are a gold mine that they're sitting on right now. The furnace chests, remember the the the, the wool collars, the you know the the, the Fell Winters Peak line. Give me, can we get the Fell Winters Peak Calvin Klein set? Could I get that? I'm waiting for that. Like that, it's like I would literally throw money at Tess all day, even if they monetized yeah. it. I'm like, sure that's what they'll do. I'm sure you'll you'll have a synth weave you can buy uh, you know, <laughs> in a couple in a couple seasons. Yeah, but I just miss that man. Like I want that over the top. Iron Lord stuff like fit into it, you know this the Warlock delegation we ain't really doing good. But anyway, um, side note before we get back on focus, um, weapons. How are you guys feeling? We got this pulse. We got uh, what do you think this is? And you know this peace bond sidearm. Are we at least excited for new weapons being introduced? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Watch yes. out that sandbox. Ooh. Sounds good. No, no, I always like the uh, the pulse rifle meta. So you know. <laughs> Hopefully they come. I, yeah, I don't know if it's coming back. But well, right now, messengers out here, bro. Messengers yeah, I mean, I, um, I would like, I did like pulse rifles, so yeah. I, yeah. no doubt. So pretty much looks like some light stuff. We got the prime rewards fireworks bundle. I'm not gonna get too deep into that. They're supporting sandcastles. I don't see anything else in there. That's pretty much it. Pretty much it. Yep, looks like that's it. They got the movie of the week and all that good stuff. So overall. Boys, we have made it to the end. You know, I just want to get our closing thoughts before um two things. One, overall, all these changes as a whole. You know, obviously we had some sandbox, then we got this, we got the ability tunings. What's going on, Timmy? Salute, you know, exotic armor tuning. Now they're saying next week, weapons, right? And then after that, we we roll in uh, into into Witch Queen. So I mean the release the reveal supposedly on the twenty fourth. So how are we feeling with the structure overall with these changes? Let me get a scream. Let's get the gas scream. Like leading into the to the Witch Queen reveal, are you happy with this direction? Or are you uh, you know how how are you just feeling overall about all this combination of changes? Um, you know I think it's typical if that makes sense. You know mm -hmm. I mean I think there's always kind of these things. I I, I don't think it's drastic. Right. Any, uh. There's always changes like this that happen towards the end of a season. It, it's I, I think it's, you know, there was a time, certainly a long time ago, where we thought, all right, well, the game just need we just need to change this one thing and then the game's perfect. You know, oh, we need to, you know, we need to change this one thing and the game's perfect. You know, and, and I think Destiny has just evolved into it's the game of change. You know, you do something for a while, you give it its moment, and then you you move on to the next I thing. Agree. That's part of it. I think it's part of what keeps it fun, part yep. of what keeps it new and interesting. I think at this point, uh, there's there's no perfect um, perfect moment for the game. So, um, yeah, I don't think the changes are drastic. Uh, and I'll just be interested to see, you know, just really what kind of, how it plays out, you know, and, yeah. and what I end up doing and what I end up using and that kind of thing. So, Do you have any particular, obviously we had, the subclass stuff before, right? This and now you have a lot of armor stuff. Like, are you already visualizing some things you already like excited from from a build and subclass? And then obviously we didn't get weapons yet, but are you formulating and are you in the lab mentally about what you're gonna do to combat all this? Stuff? You know, I'm not sure. I mean, I might end up using 
like an elemental well build that kind of mm -hmm. sounds maybe mm -hmm. a little bit more interesting again okay. obviously war mines won't be the thing that i kind of go to so mm -hmm. i'll have to, to switch that out mm -hmm. uh as far as subclasses are concerned um you know i mean i play warlock a lot it's always the thing that i, mm -hmm. I, I no, usually no warp looking strong from last week bro yeah that you know Detonate on a burst, 75% more PVE. There was, and there was a way you used to be able to like triple detonate your Nova Warp. I wonder if that'll be a thing again. That was sort of fun. You, you know, don't, I, you was, stop I mean, breaking the game, sir. Legit. I know about you. Okay, we know about work. your ex sports, yeah. sir. Yeah, so we'll see. You know, uh, that's kind of always what depicts what I end up doing is how well I can um, exploit it. So <laughs> salute the screen for always finding a way. Something's exploitable. Screen gonna find it. But yeah. I, I feel you. I feel, well, let's get trapped, man. Like, where you at, man? Like now, week two of some major changes. We got one more week of weapon changes and then the reveal. So how are we feeling about this as culminating into it? The Witch Queen. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm still waiting for weapons because uh so far. I mean, some of the changes are going to affect me because, for example, you know, uh, Nova Warp getting a buff means I'm going to see that. And, uh, you know, the the uh, Warlock Beam Kamehameha yeah, Beam is finally Reeves. getting, yeah, kind of mm -hmm. like finally getting its, uh, its debuff. And it's come up. It's War, War, Mine, War Mine cells are, are being essentially sunset. I know <laughs> we're not supposed to use that word because they say they don't sunset, but they do. Um so there's stuff like that, but in terms of like playing as a Titan, none of these none of these changes that have been announced so far are really going to affect me. I mean, the the Titan super changes were pretty minimal compared to the other ones, and it's the same here with the armor. You know, we got like a footnote yeah. with two weapons that yeah. or two armors that don't really get used. So it's mostly going to affect the sandbox as a whole, which is great, but it's not going to affect um, my play style yet. So I guess okay. I'm just waiting for weapons, but. So far, so good. I mean, they're getting their ducks in a row in terms of like fixing the outstanding issues that really need to be fixed. We got, you know, stasis is sort of in the rear view and yeah. has been for a while uh, in terms of it being dominant. We have uh, these these outstanding exotics and supers that maybe were a little bit too weak or a little bit too powerful and they're being brought in line. And so I, I see this as them, you know, they're getting their house in order before they. And then they're giving themselves an entire season to test out that that house before they they launch a giant um, mm -hmm. expansion against it. So I think it's stuff that needs to be done. Um, I'm st I'm still by far the most uh, interested to see what they do with weapons because that's mm -hmm. gonna actually affect how all of us play. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so far with the supers and armor, there haven't been a lot of surprises, and especially mm -hmm. on the Titan the Titan front. I think I like Titans are yeah. they really they really How's have the Titan delegation feeling. Titan delegations feeling utterly forgotten about in armor and then super. It's sort of like, uh, I guess we'll see, but so far really the only thing that comes to mind is like, I guess we can throw that hammer that all of us forgot where it was in the game. We can throw that a little bit more now. Um, so we'll, we'll see if they, uh, if they, if they actually affect anything, but I am excited to try out new subclasses. Cause I mean, the arc subclasses were so dominant for the better part of the last year of destiny that, um, it's just nice to see more variety and, and see some of these. They're doing some interesting stuff. I still think, mm -hmm. and what I was hoping that we'd see during this whole sandbox review is uh, them changing the old light subclasses to match the darkness subclass in terms mm. of how it worked with mods oh, yeah. and all that. Mm. I, I still think they need to do that at some point. Yeah, they, they kind of alluded they, they to it, to, but yeah. I still don't even think we're going to get that with Witch Queen, to be honest. I, I think, think that would be a away. lot. Yeah, that's a, I think lot. That's far a huge away. change. I, I agree with you. I agree. With I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just think I agree with myself. 
I, uh, I, I think it's, uh, <laughs> I just said, I'm agree reflexively. It's like, it was me who suggested it. It's like, yeah, I agree with me, man. I'm super dope. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I had to call myself out, out because I know somebody else will. Uh, <laughs> that was dope. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I just, I think it's, I think it's far off away, but I, I still think they need that because the future of those subclasses is not, Hopefully, it's not going to depend on Bungie just deciding to buff and debuff stuff. Hopefully, it depends on them actually expanding on them by putting new mods and perks and modifiers that uh, let you kind of change how that Mm -hmm. that subclass works. Mm -hmm. Um, And until we have that, I think it'll always feel like um, like they just didn't. It doesn't really have enough like focus on it. That makes sense. Just because they put so much into the stasis subclass. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, and I think both of you made fantastic points. I think it's for me, I look at it like, you know, they got stasis handled. Finally, I felt in PvP for the most part, you know, in, in a good way where it's not oppressive, obnoxious, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I think they, they wanted to get that out the way. You know, we've got these major changes. I, I, I admit, you know, I'm, obviously I'm buying some of Warlock, so a lot of this stuff does positively affect my class. But it, it, it was it always I always of that mindset when I hate when things are underused and are not looked at. So I, I got to give them credit. Like I didn't think they would get Prometheus spur and stuff that I just look at. I'm just like rolling my eyes. Like who in the hell is going to use this? Right. And they, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, come on, but you knew this out the gate, shouldn't it? Whatever. But you know, to see that now to Trav's point for the Titan delegation, I am disappointed there really wasn't a lot of Titan exotic reworks. I was expecting way more from that. So in that, I do empathize with the Titan. Like, damn, like there's mad exotics I know they got that need love. Like, what's up? Like, what's going on with that? So, all right, you know, we see what's up. But um, I, I like the sandbox stuff. I am curious, and I want to flip this back to you guys before, uh, as well. Last final question with weapons, right? We know weapons is next. So, you know, the vibe seems to be less ability you know going back to the weapons you know what do you guys want or you think they need to do to put weapons in a good place you know so the start with shoe screen like what do you need to see for pvp or for pv or both both Both. Mm -hmm. um for pvp uh you know i've always been well one i do think it's it's good that they're going back to more of a weapons thing because it is a first person shooter Mm -hmm. and like in pvp i hate the fact that like I can hit every shot and lose a gun battle because mm. you know, mm-hmm. well before stasis was nerfed because right. several reasons. Yes, uh, yes, correct. I was kind of disappointed that they nerfed 120 hand cannons mm. uh, because I think 120s were actually like it, it should always be risk versus reward. Maybe mm-hmm. just make them less. You know, don't make them a sniper so... rifle. Make you know. Keep bring the range down a little bit. Okay, but, they were they were uh, too strong. They were strong screen, you know, from because range they were, screen because they had range. You yeah, because like you, you could like hit like a truck, right? From <laughs> range. from from a, from they a very have far range. distance, yeah. like bring that down. That's fine. Okay, we did. But I always think that like if it's the lower the RPM, the harder it should hit. Yeah, in the hands of a skilled player, you know, it should be like okay, if you're a skilled player. And you want to use 120s, you're going to be really good. They're mm-hmm. really difficult to use, mm-hmm. but they're really strong. You right. know, so I always feel like that's the way that they should go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Hopefully, they bring a little bit more of that when it comes to mm-hmm. uh, PVE. Yeah, what you want? Um, 
Yeah. I mean, a little bit more freedom would be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, with the mods, as Travis was talking about, like, I want to be able to use the weapon that I want to use. Um, you know, within reason, obviously. I mean, if I'm going into, uh, you know, a Grandmaster Nightfall and the burn is, you know, there's, there's arc shields and overload and unstoppable champions, obviously I have to use that. But, um, you know, I want to have, I don't know. I mean, I guess when you talk about versatility, it's like, I want to just be able to have like more than one choice of the weapon. You know what I mean? Like, 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 let's say you're going into, you know, you have a scout rifle. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's always, you'll only see people using one or two scout rifles in any activity. Right, 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 right. right. Why can't I use any scout rifle? Right. Um, But do you think that's more of an efficiency thing or do you think that's more to what, you know, Travis is alluding to? With the with the champion mods kind of dictating play style, so that well, people kind of say, "Well, I'm going to pick the best effective one of that class, and then kind of run with it, and then everybody kind of follow suit." Well, yeah, but I mean, like as far as that, that doesn't always play into like the RPMs in PvP. You know, okay. like the archetypes in PvP. You know, okay. it's like people will use like right now you can't use like what is it 180 hand cannons, right? 180 hand yeah. cannons. In, in the crucible are like Facts. whatever yeah. but in in pve they're actually they're actually not bad mm. you will never find anybody using a 120 hand cannon in pve right and it's like i see what you say well, why you know why not you know like right. they should they they should both be as effective in the hands of the right player and to your point i remember them alluding that hand cannon specifically they were like they realized they're underperforming yeah. in pve so i do expect that guarantee next week they straight up said they they're straight, gonna address that yeah that'll, gonna that'll address. be in next week so hopefully yeah. you know you you definitely you definitely get that but i, I hear where you're coming from and, and for you and for you travel quickly um you know wh- where are you at obviously weapons you said it's very important to you also what do you mm-hmm. what do you want to see from the pve side and the pvp side yeah so a couple things first they're they're obviously going to do the thing they always do and try to say, look, we want all of these weapons to have a role in the sandbox and we're going to try to make them all equal and have a certain like role. And then they're, they're not going to make that. They're not going to do it successfully because people find one outlier and they stick to it and they figure out a way to min max and all that stuff. So I'm sure there will be a, a meta and it will favor one weapon type or a couple weapon types over others. And that's just going to happen. Obviously, I encourage them to continue to try. Maybe one of these days they'll get close, but so far it hasn't happened. What I would like to see is a few things. We've got stasis energy types coming in. Do something with that. Don't just make it like another blank thing. Maybe address the fact that we have three energy types right now that just are basically colors. You know, Maybe do something about that or at least tell us your plans for that in the future of how you're going to make these matter with the fact that you now have four energy types and we can't go into an encounter with four types of shields with only three weapons if we're playing solo. So there has to be some sort of like fix there, right? Mm-hmm. Unless your your fix is that we all use the uh, the auto rifle that changes elements. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hard light, hard light. Shout out, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout and, out to- unless that's your unless that's your solution to everything is that we use that uh, to to game the system. Um, I also want them to just focus on perks and mods. I think that's more than anything what the game needs right now is just more of those so that. And I, I would like them to hopefully not just there's one god role, right? If you if you infuse the sandbox with a ton of mods and perks mm-hmm. and increase the weapon variety, I think it also increases the odds that there's not one that just becomes an outlier that everybody feels compelled to use on all of their mm-hmm. weapons. 
Um, and I think that that would be, that would be mm-hmm. great. So focus on mods and perks, keep doing mm-hmm. the thing you do, trying to balance and failing. And mm-hmm. let's see if you can, uh, do something about sniper rifles, because I feel like they get the short end of the stick forever. Um, Agreed. that's just me. Yeah. I, I just think sniper rifles need to need, they are, they're kind of like the same thing, what you were saying, well, home where it's like high skill, but it pays off. Um, and I feel like they're so afraid of what the people with high skill can do with sniper rifles that yeah. they, they tend to make them on the weaker side so that even high skilled people who can hit all their shots are afraid to use one because it's so situational. And I don't think that's how it should be with, with snipers. So interesting. No, I feel, I feel you. I think it's, um, I'm very curious to see what they do. I, I personally want to use one eighties in PVE. I personally want to use, I feel like, yeah, heck outside like fate bringer has to do something very special and firefly. And I got to throw a mod on it to make the explosion better. Like, I want to be able to use legendary hand cannons, you know, and other underperforming weapons in PVE. I feel like I have to shoot red bars way too many times just to get a kill when, you know, you can go use a pulse or something else and it's just more effective. So I'm curious with that. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that I, I it's like you said, there's always going to be the bungee intent of what they want every weapon to do. And then it's going to be the outliers that break that and people are going to find it. So it's to me, it's this never ending. They're not really going to be able to balance this game. But I just I'm curious to see what they think they need to do to get things in a in a better pocket in PVE and PVP. I'm to be honest, like outside of a shadow dive hunter here and there that kind of is annoying. It's not too much. I mean, y'all Chaos Reach Warlocks is wild. And that, yeah, we, we got to control them. Yeah. Yeah, they're they out of control. There's not too much I'm upset where I'm just like raging. And I'm like, all right, this is BS outside of cheating. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that, I'm raging. That that I'm always going to be on, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah, you know, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. But I'm excited. I think uh, I love all this house cleaning right before a big release. So that's always exciting. And then... We got the 24th. You know, I want to see what they do. Is yeah. it going to be pre-recorded? Is it going to be regular? Because there's also Gamescom that day. <laughs> and I know you know what's going on, you know, with our genesis. So I'm curious to know how Bungie had... Please, Bungie, separate the time from the Gamescom thing. Because yeah. that's going to be a crazy day for me for streaming, selfishly. <laughs> so that's all I got. But um, yeah, man, one in the... If they would just, if they would just do... Mm-hmm different perks that can roll on weapons that come from different sources and help you with that game type that alone would increase the amount of uh, variety you have in the sandbox because you know getting a crucible weapon that has a separate crucible perks versus a pve weapon that has pve perks or even if you went down to like nightfalls versus raids and all that stuff and that mm-hmm. perks per like you know specific activity right um would do a lot so I, i'm just hoping that they they have fun with their sandbox a little bit more, but yeah. it's harder to do with sunsetting gone. It yeah. makes experimentation much harder because then you have to worry about, you know, we can't wait for this weapon to be gone. We have to actively seek out a solution and nerf it. And that takes additional resources rather than just waiting the allotted 18 months for it to go away. I so, agree. And that's why yeah. my prediction, and he knows I said it, I think it's sunset is coming back. I, 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 I don't see how much longer. It never left. Nerfing is nerfing sunset. is sunsetting. You're right. Yeah. Nerfing is sunsetting, but it it gets to a point like they, their whole argument was power creep and so many weapons and so many weapons. They're still adding more weapons and adding more weapons, right? So it's just like I don't know. It, it'll be not that I'm calling for it. I just don't see, you know, how it avoid it. So you know, it it is it is what it is. But 
We yeah. shall see. We shall see. But a lot of exciting things coming up. So let's close this thing out of here. Salute the E for pulling up. You know what I'm saying? In the last minute, what's going on? Oh, hold on. Let me get a new rat right quick. He said, that's how I started. Ray speaking. Listen, man. I know where you at with your Osiris lore stuff. I get it, New Red. I understand where you at. All I'm saying, there is still enough evidence to suggest outside of the leak that that might not be Osiris. That's all I'm trying to say. So just look at the lore card with the the form, the supposed Sabathun thing. I know you're the Lord of lore, but I'm just trying to say it's not out of the realm of possibility that what you're what people are saying that is could be some truth to it. That's all I'm trying to say. So anyway, enough of that. Where can the fine people find you? Let's get with our guest, Scream, the legendary YouTuber. Nobel <laughs> <laughs> legendary. Notorious, maybe. No. Uh, <laughs> um, you can find me uh, at YouTube. Uh, if you type in Wilhelm Scream Destiny, you should probably find me. Uh, or on uh, at Twitter um, and Instagram, you can find me on there with, with a one. With a one. Well, Just to make it a little bit more confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. This is a lot of fun. I really appreciate no it. No doubt, no doubt. I'm impressed you guys kept Star Wars talk to a minimum. I was able to say it live. Really just off touched stage. on it. Uh, <laughs> should have probably said it right now because I'm going to go off another tangent. Nah, nah, we'll save it for the party chat, bro. Save it for the exactly. Party. But Scream, love, brother. Glad you could make it. Always a pleasure playing with you in the clan and always look out for your content. And yo, man's got good content. Please subscribe, Wilhelm Scream. Really, really cool. You know what I'm saying? Content creator, very chill. And um, yeah, man, good friend of the realm. And of course, the tie, the infamous tie, the man with the opinion, the spicy takes, the war mind cell killer, the no sympathy, <laughs> no empathy for Lakshmi. My man, Tiger Travis. What's going on, sir? Anything going on in yeah. your world? What can you can find, find, find me you? standing over Lakshmi's corpse, uh, tapping B <laughs> repeatedly. Um, uh, no, <laughs> you can find me on uh, Twitter at TyGuyTravis. Uh, mm -hmm. You can read my articles and reviews on IGN.com. I've got a review uh, for a game you've probably never heard of coming out next Ooh. week, uh, uh, which which will be fun. And uh, yeah, and then you can you can see me here on uh, this podcast. They seem to have me around for the past couple yeah, uh, like weeks. So I think we started. Like I think you. they like me, so <laughs> you can probably find me here. Uh, and then I also have a new show uh, Sunday mornings uh, from eight to ten a.m. Uh, Pacific, which yeah, is called Bitcast. Bitcast, where we talk about um, just general games industry stuff. Uh, it's something that's not in my portfolio yet. A show where I don't talk about Destiny exclusively. Yes. Um, so, yeah, excited to be a part of that. Uh, and, and you can watch me there on YouTube. No doubt, man. Salute to Travis. Salute to everybody for pulling up. I know it's last minute, but uh, yeah, we're, we're liking Thursdays. You know, we're liking Thursdays. I, I ain't going to lie, Trav. We're going to have to talk to Eve. I'm kind of liking Thursdays. I'm just saying, I like having Friday nights. That's, That's all I what say. I'm saying. So we go, and then we're live and right on direct with the, you know, it's, it's that fresh take. So we'll speak to E when he gets back. I don't think E's against it. We just got to work out the schedule and see what's going on. But yeah, I do like it. Get that fresh take, raw reaction right as the 12 happens. This is pretty cool. I like cool. to stream it to YouTube. I, I love to stream it to YouTube. <laughs> you know, we got E on YouTube, so it's cool. But again, so uh, to everybody. Cox is trying to change everything. Like, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> man. He's like, do it on YouTube or Thursdays now. Listen, Travis man. Show, all this stuff. Y That's you've so been cool. helping me push my brother along into to the light. <laughs> I am. I, mean, I agree with all these changes. So yeah, I've got no problem with it. Especially having me on the show. That's exactly. Really, exactly. Brilliant. You're a smart, wise man, Cog. You know that? 
My man. Salute the chat. But again, salute to everybody for pulling up. New Rad, Stitch, everybody, man. Just having the jokes and IRL Titan. I saw Luca. I saw Forte and everybody. Salute to supporting us. And uh, yeah, we'll be back. Hopefully next week, he will be back. We have that uh, week of sandbox changes. But that's all I got. So in typical last word fashion, this has been The Last, the last Word. word.